Oh my See, god, look, there's, there's a bunch the of F's. dudes with me. freaking nail necklaces and big dongs chasing me. <laughs> Where are you? I am up on Metal Mountain! Oh, you put are the you nudity on? Yeah. I'm gonna love this game. I wear my birthday suit and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Don't worry, as soon as I spawn, I'll find more things to kill me. Extra, extra! Yeah, chin wagon. <laughs> Bit of chin wagon. Hop right on the chin wagon, you chin waggers. This is the most organized chaos I've ever heard. Welcome to Rated Extra, where the crew of Rated Art talks about art and a lot of other games and a lot of other stuff for a very, very long time. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Rated Extra, episode three. Today is February 1st, 2017. We are CRR Gaming Group hosted podcast. You can reach us show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedark.podbeam.com. You could watch us record each show on Twitch at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. All right, well, welcome, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and introduce us. Uh, we First, we have uh, Esmeralda Sky. Hello, hello. Full Render. Hello. Gigabyte. Yo. Iron Badger. It is I, Badger. <laughs> Prometheus. Hey, guys. You got Yogi. Howdy, howdy. Zathar. What's up? And I'm Electron. Oh, hey, Electron. How's it going, dude? <laughs> We're waiting for Mr. Luminan. We don't know if he's gonna make it back in time. And apparently, I thought this would be a really good idea for this music to play on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, so it just faded that's... out slowly. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll come out on its own. But um, right I'm now, into it's just, it. It's just playing right now. So um, I guess I un I, I, did, I underestimated how long it was and how little it would take us to run through the start of that show. So um. Yeah. I do it a little clo little short there. What is it? <laughs> we are you should have said it like this. No. Uh, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Like that's <laughs> so yeah, we thought, you know, we we're all sick or um MIA or passed out or what are all the reasons? I oh yeah, my furnace was like broken for two days and I was an ice cube. Everybody else has been like sick out and off, so we didn't record a rated arc last weekend, but we are getting together this week, midweek, to uh record our rated arc extra, and that is where we talk about anything we want in a slightly organized fashion. And we're gonna get started with our gaming news. So here we go with that. <laughs> Prometheus, were you planning on talking about anything? Because you have something, but you kind of around the fence. Oh, that was gaming news? No, that was supposed to be um, oh, the main down topic. Below? Okay. Yeah, I didn't mind. So, that wasn't there originally. Now I'm going to die. Me. One second. No problem. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, hey, well, you are not saying what you said you're going to say in the right spot, but you'll say it later <laughs> in the right spot. I will get us started. Um, 
Uh, it looks like Iron and I might actually be filling everybody in with some awesome games that are heading uh, our way the this month of February 2017. Um, I went through and I kind of, you know, because I'm a PC gamer, I kind of favored the PC gaming side. So the ones that I did add were like PC gaming with the consoles. So these are some games coming at us. If you are a PC player or console player or all the all together, we're going to have WWE 2K17 is coming out. They say experience the most authentic WWE gameplay ever. Like Featuring- WWE is authentic in the first place. <laughs> What's that? I was going to say like WWE is authentic in the first I know. place. Wrestling's fake. <laughs> Shh, don't. Don't burst a wrestler. <laughs> oh, hey, look it. Speaking of a wrestling fan, Luminin has graced us with this. You are right. <laughs> you are right. Right on time, man. Right on time. Luminette, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Luminette. Uh, <laughs> sorry, in TeamSpeak 3, yeah. it says Luminin, so I'm going to introduce you that way. Welcome, Luminin. You're welcome, Luminin. Give me a second. You're going, you're going full, full, is it full, uh, Luminette or Luminent? Full force on this, huh? Little Minty. Yeah. No. Little mint. All right, back to what I was saying. Before I was rudely interrupted with Sorry. with wrestling haters. No, I'm kidding. Um, ex- they say, experience the most authentic WWE gameplay ever, featuring thousands of new moves and animations, backstage and in arena brawling, and the biggest roster of WWE and XX- <laughs> NXT superstars and legends to date. Now, more than ever, you will feel like you are commanding an actual WWE broadcast. So, that is coming Fireworks. February, February 7th. And for Windows PC, so sorry, sorry, that's Windows PC. All right, February 17th, you can get your hands on Sniper Elite 4. That's coming out on PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. Launching February 14th, that's one of those Valentine's Day releases, Iron, that you you kind of coined um, uh, this, this month on February 14th. For PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, Sniper Elite 4 combines a genre defining ballistics, breathless emergement, stealth, and gripping third-person action across the largest and most diverse environments ever seen in a Sniper Elite game. In case you guys are wondering, I did include the first trailer that is said to actually help lead up to the story of Sniper Elite 4, and they have a huge cult following, and the cult appeal is... uh, I created the link to an article about that, too. So do you guys have any... I've never played it. That's just not my thing. But have you guys ever played? I played, that a, I played some of Sniper Elite Two, so my you know it's a little outdated, but well, not really outdated. But um, they do a pretty good job with the ballistics. Like you have to actually aim your sniper rifle, like you'd have to aim a sniper rifle. You can't just like aim straight at the person's head and expect to hit them. So yeah, um, it's definitely definitely interesting. They let you shoot the balls. Good lord. Yeah, I okay. played three for a thing, while. Other, okay, so the other thing that's kind of interesting about Sniper Elite 2, he brought that up and, you know, um, not specifically that part, but um, the fact that uh, on if you make a really good shot, they will do, like, this x-ray vision of what organs you hit or what parts of the body. So, like, you did you break their arm? Did you shoot them through the head? Did you, like, clip the side of their head or something like that? And, oh, okay. Think Mortal um, Kombat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the x-ray. Exactly. I did do a lot of Mortal Kombat back in the day. So yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. You get to see see how your bullet actually affects the internal organs of the people oh. you're shooting. So, okay. and yeah, I mean, it, as far as 
games go covering this kind of thing, if you're interested in that kind of game, this is about as good as it gets. I've played the whole series, and I absolutely love the Sniper Elite series, so they're they're pretty freaking awesome. I highly recommend them. Awesome. I personally have a hard time playing uh, games that have a significant stealthy portion to them, because I don't know, I guess I'm kind of too impatient for that, but um, so I haven't gotten all the way through it. <laughs> Hey, that, it was it was interesting while I played it. I enjoyed three. It was one of the only few ones that you could play in three D on your TV when that was big. So that oh, was a lot of fun. Wow. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Talk yeah, about it was dead fun. Technology now, huh? Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, but it was fun I when it lasted. They actually even came out with an article not long ago that said that basically three D technology was dead and that they were going to stop developing it and everything for the home. That's interesting because the video uh, cards still support it. The article right. I was reading was talking about how uh, there's some analysts who think that VR is going to go the same way as 3D as well. No, I doubt no, that. Don't say that. I doubt that. I don't want to believe it, but... That would be weird. No, I mean, it's up to, the, it's up to us as consumers to kind of help I mean, support that and continue <laughs> I like it going dogs. kind of thing. It does seem kind of odd that uh, right at the end of last year, Sony never brought up the success that their VR had. It's like they're not even bothering to mention it when, honestly, they were pushing it there for, all, well, all of last year, they were pushing it pretty hard, and then to not even mention it. Yeah, that's a long discussion, for sure. Okay, well, we're going to hop into the next game that I have on my list. Um, for some, Oh, yeah, this is also coming out February 17th, The Berserk and, and The Band of the Hawk is coming out on PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, and Windows PC. The legendary manga series Berserk is getting its own Dynasty Warriors spinoff from Musou developer Omega Force. Watch the protagonist, Guts, and his group of mercenary fighters, the Band of the Hawk, take on a horde of demons in the trailer. So I did hook the trailer there. So does that sound... I, this is another game I've not... I have no idea. I've not ever checked out. I mean, I Dynasty like Warriors trailer. in general is just kind of like a, a hack and slash melee combat uh, fight off a bunch of, uh, you know, a whole bunch of things at once kind of thing, oh, okay. get a bunch of combos. So I've never yeah. played it myself because it's not really my style of game. But if you're into just being super powerful and hacking Hack up a bunch of enemies, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's good way exactly to go. what the trailer looked like. There's just crazy amount of demons. This guy's just like, whoosh, whoosh. it's like one of those games. I like. I think that's why I liked playing um, even Diablo. Like, if you just feel like running around and killing things, you know. And, Makes you feel powerful. Yeah, you know. Feels I, good. I think that's a good type of a game. Sometimes you just need a good hack and slash game. Yeah, it's good to blow mm -hmm. off blow off steam sometimes. Yeah, exactly. February 21st, Halo Wars 2 is coming out on Windows, PC, and Xbox One. This is the real-time strategy game, the new multiplayer mode, Blitz is said to be putting a twist on the genre's core mechanic by having the player focus on deck building and card-based strategy rather than base building and resource management. The game will be part of Microsoft's Xbox Play Anywhere program, which allows customers to play the game on both Xbox One and Windows 10 with one purchase. The multiplayer demo is live until January 30th, and, well, so that was a couple days ago, and be sure to check out their um, included 11 minutes of gameplay, so I did link that. So, that is what that is all about. Any any thoughts on that? I'm actually interested in this now. I did play Halo Wars, the original, on uh -huh. the 360, and yeah. it was fun, but very hard, and I'm 
always been a very strong opponent of having an RTS on a console unless you've got a keyboard and mouse yeah, <laughs> because it's just a pain that. in the neck. It doing it playing the game with a controller was a pain in the neck. It was a lot of fun. I love the story, but it was hard. So seeing the gum the the gum the <laughs> game come to PC I'm really excited. The only thing I'm not excited about is this pursuing of a card-based strategy play style. I really like um, resource management base building is a little more fun for me, so I'm, I'm not overly excited about that twist that they put on it, but uh, I'll still probably pick up the game at some point this year. Awesome. How about... This is okay. This is a kind of a bizarre game. I'm I'm not judging, but I was checking this game. It's called Night in the Woods, February 21st. This has been released on Linux, Mac, PlayStation 4, and Windows PC. This is stories around a college dropout, which happens to be a cat. College dropout <laughs> May Borowski returns home. This actually game might be something Luminin might like. Oh, meow. <laughs> College dropout May Borowski returns home to the crumbling former mining town of Possum Springs, seeking to resume her aimless former life and reconnect with her friends she left behind. But things aren't the same. Home seems different now, and her friends have grown and changed. Leaves are falling and the wind is growing colder. Strange things are happening as the light fades. This, I did include the trailer. It shows off the game's many characters and also teases a few more mini games, including what appears to be a knife fight. So it definitely does not appeal to me personally, but I'm sure someone else might like this. Yeah, it I'm not was, digging that one either. I, I lost Brought it. to you by Meow Mix. I was watching it and I was just like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't see myself playing it, but somebody else might. I don't know. Um, Sounds like winter in Chicago or something. It's, but the not the weirdest game I've seen. No, not the Dark weirdest. Dark Alley. Or- no, it's not. <laughs> and you know, hey, I kudos to game devs that are you know, that, that stretch outside of the box and go different routes because there's definitely people out there that will play that, you know, so. Kind of digging this next game. February 24th, Lego Worlds comes out on PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. This I was watching the trailer on this, and it is hilarious. I just love it because I love the movies. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's leaving early access. Cause, so right now you can get and you can play this game right now on Steam Early Access. It's actually technically leaving this month, February 24th. So you can get your hands on it right now in Early Access. Um, and in a galaxy of procedural worlds made entirely from Lego bricks, will you explore environments filled with adventure, then alter them, discover secrets and treasures, then play with them, create your own models, then make a world of your own? In Lego worlds, it's up to you. It is on Steam, and I am in love with this trailer. And the trailer was absolutely adorable. It was just hilarious. It was cracking me up. Um, I think I did put the link. I think the title is hyperlinked. I think I thought. I meant Doesn't to. Doesn't seem like it is. Oh, crap. I meant to, but it looks like all of my links aren't there, so... Hey, I'll find it. But it's so... It was hilarious. It showed, like, um, if you guys... We'll, we'll link it before the show airs, but um, one thing I thought was really cute and cool about it was it was like... Uh, Jen loves to play her game the way she likes to, and it shows her like, la la la, like, 
perfect world. And then it was like, and her friend likes to play his game the way he likes to. And like, his world is all kind of crazy and he looks like an orc. And then it was like, and when their two worlds collide, you can only imagine what they get. And it shows him like driving, like he's he's built this, um like a, a mobile drill and he's driving it right through the wall of her house. It is hilarious. And they're like running around and um like like uh paintballing each other's stuff. Like she's paintballing it one color and he's paintballing her color house another color. And it's just cracking me up. I just loved it. So I'm really uh it made me smile the whole time I was watching it. So that's always a good trailer when you like either feel like you're totally immersed in the game or like this one is totally meant to make you laugh and it was it did the job for me. And I'm gonna wrap up my my gaming portion with um you know oh I see you writing something in there. Um, and then my last game I'm talking about um, is February 20. Oh, Gib Gibbite dropped. I did not know. I got him. Oh, He's yeah. back. I, I, I'm, I'm back. They, they, they brought me back. Okay. I'm down for that game. I love Doesn't all Lego movies. Hilarious. Oh, man. All, all the games, all the movies. Oh, God. You're, then you're going to like this. I mean, once I get it linked when I'm not talking, I'll link it so you guys can watch it. And uh, it just was, it looked like like such a blast. It really does. Um, the last one in my list is February 28th, Torment Tides of New Numenera, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Windows PC. It is a game set in the world of Monte Cook's new tabletop RPG setting, Numenera Torment, continues the thematic legacy of plan Planscape Torment. Torment! God, I can't even talk. Planscape Torment. <laughs> I will go... Torment continues the thematic legacy of Planscape Torment. The critically acclaimed role-playing game from 1999 that considered by many to be a hallmark for storytelling and computer RPGs. With Torment, they're creating a ritual role-playing experience that explores similar deep personal themes. That was from their website. That's their explanation for themselves. So that is coming out. Does that sound familiar to anybody? I mean, no? I I uh, know about Planescape Torment because that's pretty classic in the computer RPG genre um uh -huh. and so i think basically and, and i've heard of uh numenera as well and i like that setting so it seems like it'd be a pretty interesting game to play awesome um as far as the setting goes the numenera is kind of a and someone else can chime in if they know more about it than i do the little i know of it is that it is a originally a tabletop rpg um and it's kind of set thousands or even millennia uh sorry that is the same thing uh <laughs> thousands or even maybe uh hundreds of thousands of years in the future and so it's kind of uh regressed but also technology is integrated into everything as well so it's kind of like a primitive but also technological kind of setting and it's kind of it's kind of interesting it's an interesting thing awesome so does this sound like something that you would be interested in or do you Possibly. Um, I haven't played a lot have of computer lot RPGs, of and I have. A, yeah, games. I was gonna say I have a. Uh, I have a large backlog of games right? to play already, so <laughs> that that's probably not gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like somebody put some Xbox games with gold beneath me, but nobody put their name. So who who was that? The only Xbox player here. No, I, was, I threw I was it in there the for you. That that was Badger, but yep. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I say I didn't put it in, but so I'm happy to read it. <laughs> I threw it in for him. Okay. Good to go. Thanks, Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, you rock. Didn't occur to me. I just like, oh, that's awesome. I wonder who put that in there. He's sitting there like, <laughs> is my thoughts are they being transcribed before me all on their own? On this I'm good like back? that. 
Yeah, because I actually went to the games with Gold Page and I was getting ready to play it and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Too slow. Goodness. Alrighty, so uh, our current games with gold. So you get these 100% free. Uh, current games with gold are Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. I have Ooh. no idea what this is about, but it's oh, yeah. free. It's free. Uh, it's got. A, it's a four-star game. Seems to have good ratings, good reviews from what I'm looking at. People like it. So if you know what it is or you're curious, look it up. It's for free. Find it this month. Uh, we also have Killer Instinct Season 2 Ultra Edition. That is I picked so this good. Up. Yeah, I picked up, I forgot to pick up the first season, so I'm kicking myself for that. I got to get down and buy it. Uh, but I'm having so much fun playing this one. I've played it a little bit, but uh, i got to put more time into it. So we have that for free as well. And then <clears throat> our Xbox 360 free game of the month, which also is reverse compatible to the Xbox One. So we have Monkey Island 2 Special Edition. Whatever that is. Good game. But again, again I liked it. a high-rated game. Monkey Island? People seem, I yeah, like Monkey, Monkey Island, Island. Too. Nice little puzzler. Is it a puzzle game? Awesome. Yeah, it's an old it's sweet puzzle game. game. Man. It's, uh, it's like a yeah. point-and-click adventure game kind of thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, if that's your kind of jam, it is currently for free on the Xbox One this month. So go track it down. All right. Looks like there's some PlayStation Plus stuff. Who wants to cover that? I will definitely take that. Uh, and I'll, I'll chime in too. <laughs> well, go, get us started. Uh, for PS4, we have Little Big Planet 3, Ninja Sinky DX, Not a Hero, Starwall, and Torque L. PS3 is uh, Anna Extended Edition. <laughs> Anna Extended Edition, Starwall. And for Vita, we have Ninja Sinkai. PX and Torque L. And Little Big Planet is definitely one of the funner games on <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah, I was going to say um I, you know, I think the you know the lineups looking a little bit lackluster this month, but Little Big Planet 3 I I would say kind of pulls that out. Although people have been clamoring for AAA games uh for PS Plus for a long time. So it's you know, it's just something that people demand every month, even though, you know, they're not going to be able to do that every month. You're paying, well, $50, now $60 uh, a year for this service, and so you can't expect them to just give away AAA games all the time. But, um, yeah, I guess that's my two cents. Um, yeah. A little big talent's I, I, I like definitely worth free it. Games. I like getting free games. I'm cool with a triple A game, game every once in a while, but I'm also fine with getting indie games that I probably wouldn't buy, but I'll try out because I have them. Hey, if you like those Lego games, you'll love this game. Definitely Little Big Planet. I've actually, I've never played it, but I have heard a, a lot of people that did, do play it actually love that game. It's great. It loves I've it. heard the same thing, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, everybody that I know that does play it loves it, so yeah. I'm after. I don't have a console, so I never. But I always hear about everybody loving loving. I think it's on. P, I think that little big plane that was on PC too, isn't it? I think it's a PS a PlayStation exclusive, actually. Yeah, oh, it's exclusive. It, it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. it is. Somebody said that they had. Does that have servers with it too, or something? Because somebody has said that they had. I was a fan of that game. That was a, that's a that's a fun game, and there's so much you could do in that game. Yeah. People have their own planets you could build and stuff like that. that so you can visit that. They were talking yeah, about. kind of things like, like we that. Have our own planet. And I was yeah. Like, it's 
people could make stages and you could play their own uh, stages and things like that. Like, it's really fun. It's like a game that could become whatever the creator could imagine up. Because, like, the uh, tools to, like, make stages is, like, almost endless. It's really cool. Awesome. All right, carry on. Who, Who was that our Humble Bundle? Or no? No, that oh. was our PlayStation Plus. So were we done talking about that, or? I think so. All right, we're then we're moving it. on to Humble Bundle? Or... Uh, yes, uh, Humble Bundle. I don't know if many of you guys know about this, but Humble Bundle is a nice little website you can go to. Uh, you can actually get collections of games every month. You can uh, not really bid, but kind of, you know, work together. Uh, everybody who uses the site can work together together to drop the price of other collections of games. Uh, usually happen uh, they usually update it like once every week or so with uh, different games. Um, but it's really nice. You can go on there and get a twelve dollar month subscription and choose a charity to give the money to. Uh, some of the charities are like uh, Wikimedia Foundation, Special Effect. Uh, Make-A-Wish, The Red Cross. Um, It's a really awesome site. I've been a member for about a year now. Uh, That's where most of my Steam games come from. Uh, You can, you know, use them for yourself or turn around and give them to a friend. I've gifted many games this way. Uh, Can't sell them. That's not the cool thing to do. (laughs) But, um... I mean, you could. You could you be could, like, hey, here's would, a key. You want to buy it from me kind of thing. But <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that that's kind of piggybacking off the work of somebody else and the goodwill of developers. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I would turn away from that. But uh, this past month, uh, in January, I got Warhammer, The End Times Vermintide. I got Project Cars, Trails in the Sky, Mother Russia Bleeds, Neon Chrome, Jotun, uh, Hapika, and another one I can't pronounce. Um... The suggested retail price was somewhere in the range of like 130 to 140 dollars. Really good collection. Got it for 12 bucks. Can't beat that, guys. Uh, this month, they're actually if if you get there in the next day, you can actually buy the monthly collection, and you get XCOM 2. Uh, just came out. Still a $60 game. Uh, XCOM, I haven't played it. I've heard very good things about it. Been wanting to try it out. Um, you can only see the main game that they're giving away throughout the month, and you can pay upfront right off the bat if you're on like a subscription or whatever. You can pay upfront to get that game immediately, or you can wait until it gets pulled off of your debit, credit card, PayPal, whatever you use to pay for it. Uh, at the end of the month, where you'll see the rest of the games that they're offering. Uh, like I said, really good site, really good way to kind of give back and everything. Uh, I suggest everybody who can, you know, just go over there and check it out. Uh, they've got some really good games for uh, the daily collections and weekly collections right now. I think they have all the Steam cells, uh, Origin cells, all that, all in one spot, so you can kind of check out, see what's, you know, on sale across all the platforms as well. Uh, really nice site. Definitely go give it a look, guys. Yeah, so I I've actually got some stuff it. to... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I did link it, and I was taking a look at it while you were talking about it, and that is really an awesome... I've never... I've always heard of everybody talk about Humble Bundle, Humble Bundle. I never actually... I was lazy and never actually went and did any, like, traveling over there, and that's really awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I really I've enjoyed it. I got the Survival of All from there and actually Sweet. was able to hand it off to yeah. a friend who was wanting to try it out, so... There you go. Awesome! But yeah, um, I have a couple things to add to that as well because I use this site quite a bit and it is really awesome. Um, so basically, on the so the humble monthly, you know, you pay twelve dollars a month, like Zaythar was saying, um, and you kind of get a mystery bundle with one game that you know beforehand. 
Um, and a friend of mine does that. Um, the They uh, started out, and that's kind of a newer thing. They've been doing it maybe a little over a year, maybe not quite that long yet. I don't know. Um, do you know that, Zathar? Uh, they've been doing it for a while. Yeah, um, but they started out with just their regular bundles. And the way those work is you pay what you want. So they have these bundles. They have different tiers. So you pay a certain amount, um, you get different sets of games. So for the current bundle, they have the uh, Bandai Namco uh, Humble Bundle 2. Um, this, and uh, so if you pay a dollar or more, you get a certain set of games. So you get pa- Pac-Man 256, Ace Combat, Assault Horizon, Enhanced Edition, and Enslaved Odyssey to the West Premium Edition. So that's if you pay $1 or more. Um, if you beat the average, and this is where things get interesting because um, people can pay less and drive down the average or pay more and drive up the average. That's kind of what Zathar was alluding to earlier. Um, you get a few more games, and then there's two more tiers right now. 15 plus, you get Tales of Zestiria, Project Cards, uh, a pack for that. Um, $35 more, you get there's a pre-order game that they have. So it's really interesting. They... Um, so if you don't necessarily want some of the games that are in the higher tiers, you can choose to pay less and just get the games in that tier. And oh, okay. I do want to throw in one more thing. Uh, it's not only games. It's also uh, ebook. I've seen ebooks on there. I've seen yeah, they've comic had books. Some great ebooks. Uh, t-shirts. I actually got a Game of Thrones t-shirt one month for awesome. ten dollars. I think what? it's really awesome. That is cool. Ten bucks uh, for a t-shirt. I'm, right. I'm down. Yep. Especially yeah. Game of Thrones, right? That's that's awesome. And then their store, they have sales going, I think, even more often than Steam does. Um, and 5% of that money automatically goes to charity. I love that. That is such an awesome, awesome spin. Actually, technically, well, like I think what they've done around. now is um, 5% goes to charity, and then another 5% you can choose to either put into your Humble Bundle wallet or also give to charity. Oh, um, awesome. So they're, they're giving away, having you give away 10% of it, and you can either give 5% of that back to yourself to use in the store or continue to give that extra 5% to charity as well. So yeah, it's, it's a cool way to so cool. get some good sales and donate to charity at the same time. And I would like to check in to see if you can deduct that from your taxes as well. I never thought Ooh, about that. Ooh, that's a good no question. Clue. I'm not sure. Oh, you adults. <laughs> <laughs> if we were done, we could move on to Mr. Badger. Mr. Badger. What what news did you have to share with us? Yeah, so I've been uh, keeping track of a couple big A-listers coming out here really soon. Uh, the first one that I'm going to talk about real quick is for Honor. Ubisoft's medieval time period... Uh, online multiplayer melee game. It's going to be knights, vikings, and samurai going head-to-head. Looks absolutely incredible. Third-person style melee game. So that is currently in closed beta right now. At least if what I've been reading is right. I might be off. But uh, that's coming out on Valentine's. So we're 13 days away. And I'm getting excited to get this. This game, I've got it pre-ordered. I'm just so excited. So that's the first one I wanted to mention. I've talked about it before. Just wanted to give a heads up. And the other one hasn't had quite as much talk about, at least from what I've seen from people until recently, and that is Ghost Recon Wildlands. This looks like an amazing game. I've been playing Ghost Recon since it first came out 
years ago on the Xbox. Fun game back at the time, stealth style, first person shooter. But uh, they've improved over the years, and they they kind of had a downturn, kind of like Call of Duty. They tried to compete with them, it just didn't work out well. So now they're taking a different turn, and they're going open world, massive world, all sorts of options. You do what you want with the story. You figure out how you want to beat the game. You beat it your way. Looks amazing. So that's the open skid. The so I'm going to read a little blip of an art game spot right now and uh, just talk about it. Um, so the game is on schedule right now with a closed beta available. So if, if you're on the ball, you should be in the closed beta at the moment. Um, it's also available for, available for pre-download on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, GameSpot has confirmed PlayStation 4 file the download is 21 gig, about 21 and a half gig, so we should expect the same thing or similar from the Xbox One PC versions. Uh, a little blip of what the beta will show you is in Wildlands Beta, it takes players to the region of Itakawa. I may be totally Looks like butchering it. that. Itakua. Yeah, Itakua. that's my guess. Yeah, in a near future Bolivia, where a drug cartel is in control, all content is in the beta can be played solo or with up to three friends in a co-op mode. Uh, the game's beta officially kicks off on February third and runs through the sixth. You can sign up for a chance to get into the closed beta on the uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands website. So, like I said, I've loved Ghost Recon from the start. They've had some bad games. They had kind of a slow time, and I really hope this really kickstarts the uh, franchise back into I'm greatness. I'm looking so forward to that game. It's not even funny. Oh yeah, I love the first <sighs> three. I'm giddy for this. Yeah, dude, yeah. I loved all the Ghost Recons. I loved all the Rainbow Sixes. I just, I love that whole series. Fun, fun series. It's nice to see mm -hmm. two more games that let you play through a campaign and co-op. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's that's just encouraging to me because it seems like a lot of games are just like, oh, you either play single-player campaign by yourself or you shoot each other in multiplayer. <laughs> yep, I, I miss the days of doing Ghost Recon or Halo or whatever. I mean, you can still do Halo multiplayer campaign, but used to be a lot of games had, had a multiplayer co-op of some kind. It was you freaking do that awesome. With Halo Five, though, can you? Uh, Halo Five, you can, but it's there's no split screen in Halo Five. Ah, that's the that's down, what it was. That is okay. the one and only downside. Everything is multiplayer in Halo Five, but there's no split screen. Ah, it right, has to be. Yeah, you got to be on your own Xbox. So that's the downside to that. But I'm happy to see this style of gameplay coming back in some form or other. So that's all I've got there. All right. It looks like it's Mr. Yogi's turn. Oh, man. So many games, so many news going on right now. Oh, I'm s <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where to start. Where do I begin? <laughs> so, of course, we'll mention this on later on. But, of course, I've hopped into Conan Exiles. So we'll talk a lot about that later on. Um, pumped, excited, loving it so far. Um, as diving deeper into it. So, 
Um, next game up, uh, Resident Evil 7. A lot of people have been playing this. Uh, looks pretty awesome. I love those type of games. Um, real question is, do I wait it out for VR when it comes out for Vive? I don't got no PlayStation VR, so do I wait it out or just play it? That's a real question I'm having trouble with. I saw that trailer for um, Resident Evil 7. It looks really cool. It's almost, almost like they went with like a more Silent Hill-like game. Yeah, uh, it's kind of... It's not really PT Silent Hill style. Well, they style. took it back to the originals. Yeah, they, they did. Took it back to the original scary haunted like you don't really know what's going to happen. Like they took it back to like Resident Evil 2 where Exactly. You got scared playing that game. Resident Evil 2 was scary. I remember yep. when Resident Evil the first one was like the first horror game ever really Put this way, Lumenin would not be able to play. Right? <laughs> I, dude, I, I wasn't able to. Play I wasn't able oh, to play I love those. Evil. I hate scary stuff. I had to watch Jump my older scares, brother play. Yeah. I was I like, hey, hey, some scary games. The best it. is when you like. Sit, there was like this one room, and it had a uh, card or something you had to get from the room, and the room had a big mirror in it, like a uh, one-way mirror. Yep. And you go in to get the item. And it's mad quiet, and then one of these monsters comes crashing through the mirror. Oh my god! And you literally almost crap your pants. You what about the first time? Exactly. Yeah, and then imagine VR. Good lord! I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Mm -mm. Takes it to that next level. So. Is it Outlast VR? Not that I know of. I gotta look this up. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it, it might that, be on PC. That'd be just as bad. Way of doing it. Oh, it is. Yeah. I oh, it is. All right, it's at on my list. From what I've heard, what I'm looking at right here. All right, Dunner. Aliens Isolation Dunner. is great with VR, though. Yep, <laughs> that yeah, that's another good one. I played that one through. If you like to the Alien movie, I suggest you go go get up. Scares the crap Isolation. out of you as well. If you have a VR set. Yeah. Even if you don't, still. Yeah, it's still, still worth it. Oh, yeah? Captures the theme of the movie. Yep. I'll have to check that out. Ugh. So excited for Resident Evil. So I think I'm gonna wait it out. Until it comes out for three for VR and PC at least. Remember the first uh, Resident Evil when like it was it was a bunch of my friends came over and we all like you know got excited to play this game. And the first time something busts into the windows was like the Doverman Pinchers when you're walking yep. through the hallway, <laughs> and the whole room like erupted with like ah, yeah, it was hysterical. I remember yeah, that game was good. like I always my brother, hey hey, you want to play that game? Because I want to watch you play. <laughs> Want to watch you play? Aww. I can't play by myself. No, I can never play. I, even if it was like nighttime, I had to turn on all the lights and I would try to play. And it was like, all right, fuck this. I can't. Yeah, I, this. Mm. I can't. No. Nice. I hate so, being chased by the ghosts and tick and Pac-Man. <laughs> that, that stressed me out. So I don't think I could handle these games. Aww. I just can't. I don't like them. And yet you play Ark now. It's, I mean, the stuff dinosaurs. chasing you all I the time. I love dinosaurs. I have like. Oh, back in the day, they we had these Dino Rider toys, and I still have the Brontosaurus from way back. Oh, yeah. I'm a dino. I love dinosaurs, so I'll be chased yeah. by dinosaurs, and I'd rather be eaten by a dinosaur than freaking be chased by a nasty ghost or some demon possessed Doberman <laughs> Pinscher. I just, no, nope. Mm -mm. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you about that, so carry on. <laughs> no, you good. This is funny stories. So, speaking about VR, something else I found out, um, I'm not sure how new it is, but it's um, Ghost Town Mine Ride, and uh, for on the Vive, it's on Steam as well. There's a link on there. Oh man, this thing so throws you back. Um, I live pretty close to Legoland over here, and there's a ride where you get your lasers and shoot at things while you're riding oh, a little wow. roller coaster. It's just like it. it 
takes everything from it and it, you go through like old country towns and shoot at things like it's a later laser pointer but it definitely gets you fully immersed so it's pretty cheap um but an awesome awesome game that i just found recently next up um elder scrolls online so there's a new youtube and new video that they put out for um, morrowind so it'll be coming out june 6th and this year so pretty excited about that i've been playing that for a while and took a break since there's too many games to play already lots of games yeah and then uh, next one i heard was prey got a release date prey in may so that's gonna be an awesome game probably not for you as me but another yeah. scary one <laughs> the title's deceiving, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Now, now what is that? Because I'm not sure I'm familiar with it. Oh, man, it's another space. You're out in space, and something goes wrong, and there's, like, these black blobs going all over the place, oh, chasing okay. you. <laughs> yeah, it's another space. Oh, kind of like it's, a dead space type thing. It's like a mix of all those, so, yeah, yeah it's space. Deep space. Something goes wrong. The like plots of every ghosts. space movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens in space. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's probably super immersive. It, it's develop. It's uh, the developers Bethesda, so it's going to be yep. super immersive. I think. Oh yeah, and oh, possibly man. super buggy. You know, yeah, I mean, super buggy. Thing. And eventually, someone will mod Randy Savage into it. Yep. yep. Somehow, <laughs> some way. I so, heard Randy Savage. There's this. Uh, there's this hallway, and you go floating down it, and then all of a sudden, this giant monster comes busting through a mirror. Slim <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Yeah, oh but because goodness. you're in space, poop goes floating past you. So the monster laughs at you until you die. Shame. At first, at first, I thought Luminant was lagging by ten minutes because I thought he was talking about the Resident Evil thing. Oh <laughs> man! And I was like, did he really? Is he really? Then I don't know anything. Sorry, Luminant. That would have been okay. funny. Did you just call him Luminant? Yeah, he changed his that's, team that's, that's what he is right now. <laughs> He's RPing as Luminette, my sister and Conan. Now we're sisters. <gasps> we can be sisters! <laughs> oh, God. We're not going to be lovers. We're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be strange. Yes. Um, safe. <laughs> I'm oh, already what part of the country out. do you, you live in again? You don't need to. No. No. We're going to be sisters. Yay. We're in the cold north. Uh, I don't know. Puddle for body warmth. <laughs> so, does this make me like. Noon lady instead of midnight lady. I'm noon lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're noon lady. Oh, it depends on your voice, I imagine. Or the noon lass, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, you could be the noon lass. You have to talk like him, though. You have to practice. practice. I'll, I'll practice at work. work. Oh, right. We'll see how that goes. Go up to well, we got to hear it. You got to give us a snippet noon. at least. Yeah. Come on. Do it. Give me a. Give me an example again. Noon. Oh, so you we you want a wee different accent, do you there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> oh, lame. Oh, well, like, see, a wee bit of an accent. Oh, we tried. Now, if you want to go, if you want me to go do a Scottish accent, I can I can pull that one off for the rest of the show. I, I can attempt it anyway. See, he can pull it out. Why can't you try it? Oh, see, I've been practicing <clears> for a really long time. Um. I don't know. I have a somewhat of a Scottish heritage, and it was just something well, that I decided I wanted to try to do. <laughs> there, see, we'll work with him. Sissy. All right. Oh, sissy face. <laughs> it's fine. I'll take oh, it on just for you. Ass. Oh god. Oh, sorry. I'm from Ireland. <laughs> well, no. Hey, this is a this is a Scottish accent. Don't you go confusing the two. Oh, I know. We're enemies. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> ah, I didn't say that. 
Not by a long shot. Well, that's a pretty close, pretty small island. Oh my goodness. So, so um, All right. So next. Uh, so the Wii U is next, I believe. Yep. So it's the end of an era. Finally, the monster is ended. So production officially ended in Japan on the Wii U. So close, door closed, lock the doors, hatch, don't open it again. I guess that's one system I'll never be getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't go for it either. No, I was going to go try and get one for my son, especially if they're going to be cheap. Oh, um, they will be really, soon. He really End liked that game, Lego, uh, Lego Worlds, uh, or Lego City something. I can't remember. Uh, Undercover City, I can't yep, remember. But, that's right. Um, yeah, he seemed to really like a lot of YouTube videos for that, and I thought that would be a, a decent game for a young one. That's, that's one of the things that uh, I'm troubled with now. He, uh, nice. He's kind of sick with uh, some of the other games now. Uh, well, Mozo, we got the Switch coming out, of course. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it looks pretty sweet. I love the handhelds, the options, stuff like that. Um, but there's a new commercial that's going to be out for the Super Bowl, so there's a link to it. looks pretty sweet. They added a couple gimmicky things to it as normal Nintendo, but looks pretty sweet. Can't um, go wrong. I, a, I have a friend who went to PAX South uh, this past weekend, and he tried out the Nintendo Switch, and he said that the controllers actually felt really intuitive. Um, it felt really good in his hands, and he just was, yep, he was impressed with it. And he he does play, he does test out quite a few different things, so I, I kind of trust him on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Except they look so tiny. I got pretty big hands, but ah, I that's where they got true. controllers. So, but that's but it for me. The, uh, who's seen like the parental control? trailer for the uh nintendo switch what uh, there's me. like a con- there's no a, there's a trailer for it talking about all the different like parental control options and it uses um bowser and bowser jr oh man to show them it's become like a little bit of an internet like meme where there's a scene where bowser jr is doing something and bowser just like jumps in and covers his eyes no and people have started have editing that, that probably trying to look at conan screenshots exactly <laughs> Oh, I linked it. Oh, man. They're on top Japanese. of it. Bam, bam! If you want to, like, title it, though. <laughs> but that's the YouTube video. <laughs> hey, there's always a risk clicking on links in our show notes. <laughs> I'm Especially when Flo is active. Oh, are we allowed to do that? What? I'll get you all good. No, please, no, please no. Don't do, please don't do that. I have all the faith in the world that you would get us really good, and that's all we need. To know. Uh, yeah, that's that's not something I'd like to subject, my, subject yeah. myself to at any point. Yeah. Thanks. I'll, I know uh, all those classic sites. Oh dear God, dear God. All right, so are we moving on to Electron? Moving on. Moving on, Electron. All right. Well, uh, for me, I'm really excited about a game um, called Persona 5. I don't know if any of you have played the Persona series, uh, any of the games in that, but um, it is a JRPG, and basically th- they uh, they have some really interesting twists to it because it is a JRPG. You go through dungeons and have random encounters and fight monsters, but uh, the, inter- the, the premise is kind of that uh, most of the time, the characters are high school students, and they get into these uh, weird supernatural situations. <laughs> but um, what happens is they are able to summon these things called personas, which is essentially like a part of themselves, 
um, or an aspect of their personality, uh, like kind of the, if you want to get into psychology, you know, the masks that you, that you wear, um, to interact with people. And so they, they can summon these, uh, essentially these, uh, almost avatars of these aspects of their personality to fight for them and fight oh, wow. with them. Um, That's so it's fun. pretty cool. Um, turn-based combat, you, you know, it's a select from the menu kind of thing, but it's really, really in depth. You've uh, got to think about what you're doing. Um, and uh, I think in this particular one, the idea is that they, um, they uh, go into the spiritual realm to steal the ill intent of adults. So if an adult is intending to do something, bad to someone else they you know i don't know much about it because i've been trying to keep myself from spoilers because i have the thing on pre-order and i'm gonna play the heck out of it um but uh basically steal the adults uh, will to do that bad thing if i'm oh. reading it properly so it's kind of cool uh let me yeah if you you've got a link there for me yep, thank I you um so it's pretty cool i, I really like the um i like the persona 4 um, where the premise there was that uh, there was this thing called the midnight channel, like the TV TVs in this town would turn on at midnight after it was after it rained that day and show something weird happening, and then some people weird started getting enough. thrown into the TVs, and so these these uh, people, these kids, um, had to go into the TV and rescue those people essentially from themselves from the shadows uh so wow. they had to fight these things called shadows and sounds um, pretty cool so yeah, yeah. really different. interesting series of games i really yeah. like them i was a big fan of persona 4 and so i'm excited for this one um uh, actually talking about these reminds me of one of the reasons that i like arc because one of the mechanics of the game is that you as you fight through these dungeons you collect personas more personas over time and you can choose which one you're going to use and level them up and they have different abilities sound familiar um you know because in arc you tame you go out and fight dinosaurs and collect different dinosaurs that can do different things right you know so it's 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 like oh hey makes sense why i like both of these i'm making a connection yeah so it's a lot of fun i enjoy those games and if you have a playstation 4 I definitely suggest you check it out. Awesome. Because unfortunately, they are PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, that's the bummer for us. Not yeah, I've always actually people. not for me. <laughs> yeah, not for I've me. Actually always wanted, I've always wanted to play the Persona game series. I've enjoyed the animes, but uh, like I say, it's PlayStation exclusive. So too bad, so sad. Wah, wah, wah. Might give me a reason to plug in my PlayStation. Yeah, it yeah like so uh, the other thing that was interesting is the last um, like full full length uh, JRPG Persona game was Persona Four, and it came out in two thousand eight for the PS two. So they've skipped an entire generation. Um, they did come out with two fighting games um, set in the same world, based off Persona Three and Persona Four, and those are pretty fun. And those were on the PS three and the Xbox three hundred and sixty. But uh, but as far as the actual main games of the series, they completely skipped uh, the past generation of consoles. Which always makes you wonder why they do stuff like that, but maybe there wasn't. They've apparently been working on Persona 5 since... Um, they've been in preparation for it since they started making Persona 4. So 
It's been in the oh, works a while. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be released back in 2014, but they delayed it so that they could focus more on uh, getting the quality up to their normal standards. It sounds like usual Japanese RPG gaming development. <laughs> yeah, but it's so worth it. <laughs> oh yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they turn out awesome, but uh, they definitely do drag out the production a little bit. I've got two but, questions. Uh-huh. Yes? Uh, what is JRPG? It's not like jankity role game, right? Okay, so <laughs> ja- Jap- Japanese it, it stands for RPG. Japanese role playing game. So, um, typical of Japanese role playing games is a turn based combat system. So you kind of walk through. You, you kind of essentially have two areas most of the time. The, you've got the overworld, which you walk through and you can interact, like go into stores and stuff like that and buy items. And then you have the dungeons that you go into and fight monsters and level up your character and things like this. Um, so that's basically when people mention JRPGs, they mean turn-based combat, essentially. Um, gotcha. Yep. So, right. I My mean... second question, I think I self-answered. Yeah. Which is? Was, <laughs> if you fight with your persona, like, mine would be kindness. How do you fight with kindness? And I was like, well, duh, you just let them hit you until they fall asleep because they're out of... Uh, stamina and then oh. stuff them in a cage <laughs> yeah that might be interesting <laughs> that's interesting that is interesting but yeah so um so what the personas actually end up being is uh representations of self um but represented by uh like mythical figures so you know from various types of mythology so they've got um japanese like uh things from japanese mythology celtic mythology um you know, because they have like Oberon the Fairy King, and they've got Jack Frost, and all these kinds of things. So it, it, it's less of a persona, persona kind of thing, and just like these archetypes um, from different mythologies that represent different things. So it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Definitely a very in-depth game. It sounds like. Well, yeah. The other yeah, thing I that I really like about it too is um, if you coll- you can collect personas. And then you go to this certain area, and you can actually fuse them together to make different personas. Wow! Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That is interesting. I'd end up being like a, a bonsai usage role. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that like a? Tree? I'm not sure. I know that either. <laughs> that <laughs> is sounds a heck of a lot like a. Yeah, I think that. Yep. Yep. Isidrul is the world tree. Mr. Miyagi. Oh. Uh... World, no, I was thinking tree. of something else, but yeah, I, think I, know, like I think I know what he meant. Well, there's like two of them in WoW that are based off of the original World Tree. Oh, okay, I gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah yep. I Massive gotcha. tree that the world's built upon. If you want to yeah. relate this back to something else, uh, Luminan Pokemon is technically also a JRPG. Oh. The, the various Pokemon Final games. Fantasy as well. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of I was going to say I mean, Final Fantasy 7 and stuff like that. If you yes, Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> Goodness sakes. Yeah. Is it time for Mr. Gigabyte to talk about hot dogs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Something fell behind me, so I zoned it out for a second. Oh, you're not playing. But, uh, <laughs> so it's a VR game, but from what I've seen, it's basically like a sandbox shooting range, basically. You got it. Like, it's got all kinds of different guns in it. Firecrackers, apparently. I'm, like, going through the Steam page. And, yeah, basically, you just go nuts with all kinds of different guns. You have to load them, cock them. Apparently, you can hit them with hammers. Yep, it's a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I don't know. It just it looks really, really cool, and I want it. I want it bad. Oh, I okay, want it now, Daddy. I, I was watching the trailer. I was trying to listen to the trailer on the Steam page. Um, that you because you did link it, so that's cool. And it was just like instantly had me cracking up. So you can. You definitely, it's like, do you like hot dogs? How about horseshoes? Hand grenades? Everyone likes hand grenades. It's funny. <laughs> the little guy's voice is sitting there beating on a gun. Talk. <laughs> so silly. I think the humor in that is, is going to be funny. That's it definitely looks like out. it definitely looks like the kind of game that you just, right. do, you, you try to play it seriously, and you're like, okay, here we go. Gun range simulator. And then by the end of it, you're like setting off 30 Roman candles. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of it. They get like ridiculous. Oh, well, hey there. Or sticking. Hello. Focus hops back down in. I just <laughs> looked at you were up top and he was making all of a sudden he pops in. Well, that's what kind of game it is. Like, and what? I slip right back into you the conversation. Did. I'm trying to run this event on, on the uh, last day of my server. Yeah. And I just spawned in Giant Spider Queen and the monkey at the same time. Oh my god. Because we're all in tech tier and the orcs were very underwhelming. They weren't ready for tech tier. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Dang, I'm I'm sad I'm missing out now. Crazy news. Um yeah, that hot yeah, it says not everyone not every game is a good fit for early access, but we think hot dogs and horseshoes and hand grenades is a perfect fit to Sandbox game encompassing many different modes, many games and contexts that are evolving together. Wow. And VR is developing at such a rapid rate. That would be crazy to play that game in VR. That would be really weird. That would be. Oh, that's how I was playing it. Yeah, that's how it's been awesome. played. Yeah, there's no that other option. So oh, okay. See, yeah, I see that. This is the VR sandbox game for you. That's crazy. I've heard that the sounds are supposed to be like really realistic. Yeah, they're pretty dang good. Yeah, I was just trying to watch the little thingy, but without sound, so I, I am no help there. <laughs> <laughs> no help there. All right, Luminin, Luminette, what do you have for us, old water Luminette? Yeah, I put I put my uh, original gaming name in there. I have played this little tiny game uh, called Puzzle Pirates now for, uh, I guess it's going on 12 years. This Holy year. crap, dude. <laughs> it's been around for like, oh my uh, they God. had their 13th birthday, so I've been around since like day one on the game. Anyways, oh it's, a, it's a little super cartoony pirate game. Uh, the community is what really keeps you going, keeps you going back. Um, that and it's super, super diverse and complicated and complex and simple at the same time. It's an entirely player-run um, economy, and I mean, it's just there's a ton, a ton. Well, anyways, the game was uh, created by Three Rings, and then Sega purchased it, and then Sega cut all of their minor, so to speak, games, so they were going to trash it. And you know, there's got a few thousand people that play regularly. And, um, of course, there's a big upset, and so this company was formed from former, what were now former employees from Sega. Uh, they call themselves Greyhavens, which is from the Lord of the Rings mythology. Uh, that's where the elves left when they went, went to the west and they sailed west, at, you know, whatever. Anyways, um, they saved this game, and they, they've been doing a pretty good job of keeping things afloat. And then just recently, out of like the blue, they're like, oh, by the way, we're making a new game mode. And we're all kind of like, wait what? a minute, what? <laughs> like, exactly. the game's sinking, or it's going down, nothing, you know, and uh, you guys are like, by the way. <laughs> so uh, it looks pretty amazing. I have the link in there. They're calling it Dark Seas, Puzzle Pirates Dark Seas. Uh, and I'll just read the plan they got in the forms. Okay. The goal for Dark Seas is to introduce an entirely new ocean 
where the rules are a bit different. This shadowy new ocean is volatile is a volatile place full of more danger and unexplored frontiers. We're going to introduce some new theme and story elements involving an insidious darkness that is invading the ocean, affecting the appearance of the world and the very nature of the pirates who live there. Some of the gameplay changes we're looking at include um, all new you know, all players will have to choose between an alignment with the dark or the light. PvP is automatic between the factions. Uh, shops you can you can build your own little shop in the regular game and use uh, merchandise and sell it. Uh, that's a part of the economy. You buy raw materials and you hire to actually work. They do little puzzles. Use you know merchandise. Well, anyways, it's going to be a new thing. But now if somebody else takes over the island, the opposite faction, they can tear down your shop and build a new one. Um, new ocean layout, so they're going to put um, some more dark and light features in there, and uh, they're also going to make islands, which a lot of the original islands on the original servers were player-made. They put a, kind of like a dev kit out, sort of, really lightweight. Uh-huh. You can design your own island that people can actually walk around on and build and, you know, all that stuff. And then you get, like, a stone or whatever with an engraving on it that says, you oh, know, this island was designed by so-and-so. Um, sea monster hunts, that's another thing. They're, they're kind of like instances in game. game. They're going to be on rotation in this version. So you can, you know, it helps, it helps to dif- bring diversity into the game. When anybody can go and do any one thing whenever they like, then, you know, they log in and they do that and they don't do anything else. So when it's on a rotation like this, it allows people to, well, I'm on, I might as well go try this. And then they have ah, a ton of fun and go, oh, okay. you know what? So that's going to be neat. And this one... Neat. The next one, poker will have greatly reduced reduced buy-ins on this ocean. Poker became the scourge of the original game. People would work for months, literal months, to you know save up and be able to purchase a ship. And there's dozens of types of ships. You have from sloops and cutters and um, uh, war brigs and merchant brigs to war frigates and merchant frigates and merchant galleons and I mean you get into some grand frigate I mean it gets huge you know there's different the diversity in this game well the issue is is people started playing poker and realized hey I get good at this I can build my money up faster and that caused issues where now 90% of the in-game currency is on poker tables or people's you know I mean it's it's kind of ruined the game nobody goes out and pillages oh, okay. or it's like does the, the events of puzzle pirates. right Pretty much. You don't have to leave the main city to go to your dungeon. You just so, yeah. Well, they don't even have to do the dungeon anymore. All these wow. other little people go out and do it, and they bring their like two hundred ah. pieces of eight to play poker, and you take it from them, okay. and then they go out and get more, and then you just mass a you giant pile of it. Pi- yeah, that's right, and it it kind of ruins it. it goes yeah. to show um, the true pirates are the casinos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, they crazy. are. They had to form formats for the game there was the subscription format which is you you paid a monthly fee and then you had access to everything just using the pieces of eight or poe which is what everybody calls it um this version will also it'll be a balloon ocean which is the semi ocean meaning in play without paying it's free to play you can purchase doubloons which is like a secondary currency and use those to purchase upgrades like you can you would have to say pirate badge to fulfill the rank of up in your crew, or an officer badge, or senior officer badge, or a captain's badge, or a, a bravery badge to go fight sea monsters. I mean, you know, stuff I like that. And it expires, so you'd have to go and purchase another one. And that you can purchase the, the uh, currency with real money, or save up your pieces of eight and exchange those on a air run market for the doubloons. 
is you know again that's that's a good thing and a bad thing because used to you could get a doubloon for like 900 pieces of eight and currently it's almost 3000 so <laughs> uh this the oceans will be accessed via steam will not be connected to other doubloon oceans so you can't trade that currency back and forth so this is literally a fresh start game with a ton of new features so okay so it'd be perfect it, it's really, for someone to check out right. now if you if you start, right because sounds like something you're interested in yeah the, the way the game's set up early is if you start on the current game it's a ton of fun. There's stuff to do, but if you want to purchase anything, it takes a serious amount of time, or you have to like have some serious. Years? Like, well, okay. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, <laughs> but and it, it really it, it takes. You know, you might spend a year before you get to where you're you're comfortable with the amount of money you have. You have the items that you want. Okay, you can buy housing and then decorate it. And some of the housing is just massive. Um, I have a friend, and she's a collector. She has spent the majority of her decade or whatever playing um, purchasing rare pieces of furniture and Good you know Lord. collecting all of it she's listen when she opens her inventory it lags out the server <laughs> oh that's nuts yeah she has so much stuff it's it but is everybody insane knows each other because it's such a small game or well for the most part are you to get part. a few you know oddballs here and there that oh i haven't met you before but you know all of us have been playing for you know, the majority of us have been playing for five plus years. You yeah. get to know each other and, oh, well, don't trade with him because he's a merchant. He'll rip you off. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually have some local friends of mine that have been playing this for years. I'll have to get connected with them and see will. if you actually may know them. <laughs> yeah, what well, that'd be awesome. That would be so cool. That would yep. be so cool. I, I play on the uh, Emerald Ocean, which is the largest currently. Just ask yep. them if they know Old yeah, Water. They'll probably know the name. You probably. Uh, what's do. that again? Old Water. O L D. They probably uh, know you. I'll definitely ask and them. And they'll tell us the real you. They'll start yes. telling us about the real you. That guy, yes. he ripped me off for like. I'm in the in game. I'm pretty pretty well written, uh, well off. <laughs> um. We've been playing for 25 years. I, I know. You know <laughs> 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 yeah, it helps. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hope you're pretty pretty well off if you've been playing that long. Oh my oh, hey goodness. man, them poker tables. <laughs> They're tempting. Tell me, go to those poker tables. Get that best ship. Unreal. Oh, I can afford pretty much anything I want. All right, are you ready, you play... ready to hand the baton? Yeah, over sorry. To Mr. Go Zaytar? ahead. I'm, All right, Zaytar, I'm gonna chuck catch. <laughs> All right, before I start, I just want to tell Prometheus I'm so sorry for coming over to your house and getting Darth mauled in front of your face. I was like, what the hell is going on out there, man? <laughs> you I seen him run inside of his base, and there are two fighters chasing him down. There. So I go over there, and I kill one, and I turn around, and this guy does a power attack, and, like, just cleaves me at the torso, and my body, like, <laughs> the top half of my body slides off as Prometheus oh is walking out the door, and when he looks at my body, my legs just fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh Avon, terrible. knock, knock, Avon. <laughs> All right. No, they, the characters actually talk in in this game, so they were like, oh, they I'm gonna kill you. you. No they, way! They, they have, like, chants and stuff. Oh it my god, crazy. we're talking about Conan Exiles, if our listeners are gonna wondering, like, these little interjections right now that we're having. It's okay. that game! <laughs> so, uh, uh, my list of games, very hefty. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is the first one. Uh, estimated time of arrival around March 21st, 2017. Uh, I actually played Mass Effect uh, Mass Effect in chronological order. I didn't start off with two or three like some people did. And I've got to tell y'all, very, uh, I mean, Bioware 
they've they've always done a good job. Very uh, well thought out games and everything. I know some of you people who hate the Mass Effect three ending would disagree with me, but uh, I do like their storytelling. I love their the mechanics in the game. I love everything about Bioware. Um, it's come like I said, it's coming out March twenty first. If it doesn't get pushed back, I'm really looking forward to it. It is a uh, kind of draw away. I don't know how you'd say that. It it, it goes away from the main storyline in that uh, instead of you playing as Commander Shepard like you've always done, you play as uh, I guess you could call them um, colonists. I I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, if any of you guys want to see about it, just Google it. Uh, you can get the what everybody knows so far pretty easily. Um, really looking forward to that game. Uh, second game is Horizon Zero Dawn. It's only going to be on PS4, so those of you who don't have a PS4 and are only playing on Woo-woo. PC, I seriously, <laughs> I seriously implore you to check this game out. It may be the reason you buy a PS4. Think Ark. Well, not really. It's not really a survival game, but um, think Robotic Dinos. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I have linked a video. Uh, developers playing for about 20 minutes on YouTube. Uh, that's where I first saw it. It's a really awesome game. Looks well thought out. Uh, amazing story. I'm a big fan of storylines in games. I do like the multiplayer sides, but I do like a good campaign too. Uh, really looking forward to this one. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. It hasn't been announced yet. Uh, the release date hasn't been announced yet. It's coming out for PS4 and Xbox. I think PC, but I haven't been able to verify that anywhere else. May or may not be. Um, I did play the first one. I played uh, Night of the Living Dead DLC. That I think that was the only DLC I really played all the way through. Uh, amazing game. Think Grand Theft Auto on horses if you've never heard of it before. Wow, Grand... Oh. I'm made by the same yeah. people, too. Um, Injustice 2. Not sure if that's going to be console only or not. I didn't really play much of it. I took advantage of the free free month on PS4 and got it off of their PlayStation Plus free games thingy. Um, it's like... Uh, I call it a button smasher because that's the way I play it, but it's kind of like uh, Street Fighter with superheroes, I guess. Or Mortal yeah, it's, Kombat it's with superheroes. Yeah, it's a fighting game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I liked it. Uh, it does have a story to it, or at least the first one did have a pretty good story embedded with the game, so... Uh, Kingdom Hearts, I've never played that, but I am looking forward to this game because I have been wanting to try it out. Uh, it's Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8. Uh, a lot of my friends have, you know, talked really well of it. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Not sure if I'm going to buy it right when it comes on the shelves or if I'm going to wait a little bit for a price drop just in case I don't like it. So, um, you may have seen me post a picture, but I actually have this in my possession. Right now, how um, I have the first have one. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Remix came out on Tuesday. Really, I thought it came out or, later on in the year. Nope, it came out a couple days ago. Now later on, they're going to be redoing. They're going to be doing the um, one and 1.5 and 2.5 remixes uh, re-released for the uh, current gen console for the PS4. Uh, but 2.8 is out now. It came out just a few days ago. The first ago. thing I'm going to do in that game is chop Goofy's head right off. I don't <laughs> think you can do <laughs> that, but <Yeah>. okay. That's <laughs> hurting the Disney characters. We'll they paid a lot of money for yeah, those licenses. Don't ruin Pluto. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, so um, I'm super excited for that. I'm probably not going to get to play it for a while because I haven't finished the first two yet. But uh, I have it, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. Um, the cool thing is it is a remake slash re-release of games that only came out on the DS. So uh, finally coming to the normal console. Wait, are they actually doing like the gameplay? Because I know that an earlier version, like I think it was 2.5, had like the cutscenes from the okay, DS yeah, games. Okay, yeah, no. So two, so two of them, two of them are uh, actually games. They're doing the gameplay, and then the third one is a movie. But I don't think that one has been on something before. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, no, the other two, they did that. Um, they did the cutscenes from a couple of the games, but for this one, they are they are doing the gameplay. They actually um, get it, then. So, um, so, yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, anyway, I just wanted to butt in there. Um, once you finish, I'll probably say my two cents on a couple of the other ones as well. Uh, definitely give me your view of that. I do want to check it out. Um, Crackdown 3 is coming out on Xbox release date is to be announced. Uh, I remember playing this on Xbox 360 when it first came out, uh, Crackdown 1. It was amazing. I'm not a big fan of Grand Theft Auto. I It's just not my cup of tea. But Crackdown was really an amazing game. I loved the vehicles, the way you could upgrade them, and uh, the different puzzles and stuff, the jumping puzzles and parkour and stuff like that. It, was, it really was a fun game. Uh, I would like to play it again, but I don't have a 360, so... Uh, State of Decay 2. State of Decay came out a while back for Xbox. Uh, it was... I remember that game. Yeah, it was It was fun. Like, it was the way zombie survival games should have been made, in my opinion. I mean, the, the way you had to balance out your resources. Uh, ammo was in short supply. Definitely a short supply. So you couldn't just run through everything with a machine gun if you wanted to. Like, you actually had to decide... You know how you were going to get through this horde, whether you were going to take a car and just smash what you could and hop out and take care of the stragglers, or if you didn't want to draw attention, you just wanted to sneak around them, you know, get what you needed to have and get out of there. Uh, just all around amazing game. I actually bought it for PC last year. Still just as good. Uh, played through all the DLCs, had a, had a blast. I mean, it, it, it was really a throwback. Um... I thought it was going to have multiplayer, and due to Steam's old way of describing games on the store page, that was... Uh, I almost got a refund on it because I was so mad it didn't have multiplayer. Um, it was tagged as a multiplayer sandbox game. Since then, they have taken it down because I have complained about it multiple times. Uh, bought it for me and a couple friends of mine, and instead of playing with each other, we just played side-by-side side and you know, kind of stuck around in Discord and talked with each other about it. Uh all around really amazing game. I'm really hoping State of Decay 2 has multiplayer. I haven't really looked much into it yet. I will in, you know, the weeks coming up. Uh, I'm I'm really hoping it turns out as well as I first one was, if not better. Um, Days Gone is another zombie game, although this one is a little bit different. Uh, from what I can see on the trailer I watched, it's just... Uh, it, it's like swarms and swarms and swarms of zombies. And you have to, you know, instead of just using your guns to fend them off, you have to use the environment around you. Uh, the video I watched, I think, was from E3. Uh, it showed a guy trying to get out of a lumberyard alive. 
and he was using everything from blowing up walls to create rubble to shooting uh, shooting log piles to make logs roll down a hill and mow over the first few zombies in his path. Um, it looks fun, although I'm not getting it for the zombie part of it. I'm actually getting it for the way it looks. I love immersive games. I love feeling like I'm in you know in that area. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big um, crap. Lost my train of thought. I'm I, a big. I love reading I love reading books that really put you in another place. And when a game does that, it's something really special. Um that that was the case for me in like uh, Halo. I loved playing Halo. I wasn't a big multiplayer player of that game, but I loved the campaigns, I loved following the story, reading the lore, stuff like that. Same with Skyrim, Fallout, all that. And I feel like, just from the trailer alone, as long as they do the story well, I'm really going to enjoy that game. Um, among other things, Battlefield 1, the first DLC pack, is about to release. Super excited. It's called They Shall Not Pass. From what I can tell, it's based around the French Army. Um, there are going to be four new maps. And they are as follows. Uh, Verdun Heights. The opening barrage of the Battle of Verdun created massive forest fires in which players will fight for nomination. This is an uphill battle towards the massive fortress of Verdun. A constant grinding struggle where the artillery never stops, where the forge and the devil, devil's anvil continues to consume even the bravest combatants. Uh, Fort Duvo. The first big engagement inside a fort during World War I takes place in the dark underworld of Fort Duvo. Down in the maze of dark galleries and wet stone corridors, French and Germans fight ferociously with grenades, guns, bayonets, and hot dogs. No, flamethrowers. Watch your corners. <laughs> <laughs> Swissons take part in one of the biggest tank assaults of World War I. The French 10th Army moves to take back Swissons using their powerful St. Charmant tanks. I am probably pronouncing that wrong. I think I am. Planes, tanks, and infantry clash in the beautiful French countryside in the early hours of a hot summer day. Only the thunderstorm is louder than the war. And the last one is Rupture. In dire need to com capture... Ooh, that's a hard one. In dire need to capture key bridges across the Essene River, the French found, uh, find themselves back in the battlefields where poppies grow over a rusty wreck from previous tank battles. It might seem calm, but this maze of steel beasts provides an excellent place for those who plan an ambush. As the sun sets over... I'm not even going to try that one. The battle wakes up. Um... Uh, Battlefield 1, I did play it for a little bit uh, last year when it Yeah, released. I really like that game. I, I love it. I, it. The only thing is, uh, just with all the survival games and good, you know, uh, good story-driven games that are coming out, I have really not had time to play it. Um, yeah, me I neither, actually. On, yeah, I, I mean, I do plan on getting back into it when this DLC drops, because I have the, uh, whatever you call it, the season pass, but just as far as like trying to do what everybody else is doing, you know, get all the skins and you know get leveled up and stuff. Eh, I'm not really trying to do that. I just, I just want to get a feel for the new maps and everything. Maybe one day I'll get back into it and play it as hard as I did when it first came out. But right now, I try to like balance my time out. Um, it's getting kind of hard with all the fun games I've had. Like I, I just got back. I didn't just get back into it. I just started playing The Witcher 3 because of Foe and I forgot who else was talking about it. It was me. Yep. <laughs> you and Foe. I don't even know. Um, 
y'all had a really nice conversation about it in TeamSpeak the other night, and I saw it was on sale, so I grabbed it. I think I played through two contracts, and I went through my first town. Awesome game. I mean, that that was a great suggestion. Uh, yeah, I really do suggest it to anybody else who hasn't played any of that series yet. Uh, definitely check that out. It's an awesome game. Um, one other one that is not on the list, but I will add Factorio. Factorio came out a couple years ago. Um, it's it is really hard to describe that game, but it does it, it. You have to build a factory on an alien planet, and in order to build this factory and make it self-sufficient, that is your whole goal is to make it self-sufficient and to get or that's at least that's my goal and to get off the planet by using a rocket. But you have to research things and you have to fend off alien attackers and things. I like don't like that. it. I mean, I like it just... It requires a smart brain to operate it. Sorry, folks. Oh, that, that, uh, might be, that might be why. Oh, uh, that's not just kidding. Oh. Right. No, I like it. <laughs> uh, it does require a lot of balance and stuff, and it's something I have not completely cracked myself. Um, I do have a lot of, like, holes in my uh, assembly procedures, whatever you'd call them. Um... I have been trying to hop back into it every now and then, like, say, when Steam's updating a humongous update for ARK or downloading Conan. But um, it, it's a fun game. It's not for everybody. Uh, it's, it definitely requires a lot of patience. Uh, try Give it a go if, you know, any of you are a fan of uh, any of those slow-paced games. Uh, try it out. It, it's, it's fun. I would suggest it. Awesome. We did put links to all of your games. Well, I put the links in there. <laughs> I went through each one and put them in there. So our listeners, if you want to go to our show notes, everything we've been talking about, we've been talking about a lot, but a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. Like Yogi said at the beginning, a lot of good stuff was coming at us. So too much. Um, yeah, put all Way the too much. All, we put all of the links to all these things in our show notes. You can get at ratedarkthatpodbean.com. So you can uh, go and check them out, and you don't have to sit there and Google everything we've been. I feel like I'm going to get murdered by foe in-game now. I'm sitting here crouching in my base, <laughs> just like looking <laughs> everywhere for him. Yeah, so now two two of those you're games good, that you good. mentioned that I'm really excited for um, are Mass Effect and Dramada, because I played through all three of the original Mass Effect games, and they were just amazing. Like, Phenomenal. I, I, Love they, they were great games. Except um, for that ending. I, you know what? I am one of the weird people who didn't think the ending was that terrible. I didn't either. I, yeah, I thought so. it tied it, the series up pretty well. Uh, and it was... I love any book, movie, game, TV shows that just has that twist where you're just... You, you never saw it coming. Like, it never even clicked in your head that that could be a possibility. The other and thing is... I will is, not ruin it. Yeah, the other uh, thing I is that I am, I am used to... I am used to um, media being somewhat... Uh, you know, uh, sci-fi stuff being somewhat fatalistic... Anyway, so the fact that your choices, quote unquote, didn't matter, I, I guess, didn't really bother me, because like that just you know sci-fi deals with that theme a lot in general, and I'm a you know so I'm decently well read in sci-fi, I like to think. But um, uh, the other one is Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, just you know, uh, kind of like a action. Uh, kind of an action game and you know killing and and or taming i think robotic dinosaurs at least not oh, wow. at least temporary to be able to ride them uh robotic animals kind of thing like that so yeah um as a uh, aforementioned i have a sad 
a sadly too large backlog of games that I already have, so I probably won't be buying it right away. Um, but I will get there eventually. <laughs> yes, that's what we all tell ourselves. We'll get there eventually. Until See, release night, when everybody else is playing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> everybody's already mentioned the games I'm looking forward to already. Like, I already... What? We barely mentioned any games, so... Oh, well, no, well, oh we're talking about games? He was looking forward to, um... <laughs> The Rainbow Six game. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. And Conan I was looking forward to, and that's out, and I'm rocking that. We haven't even... I don't never heard of that one yet, so... Yeah, what is Conan? Oh, Conan <laughs> is like He-Man. Oh, Skeletor, huh? I can get my yeah, Skeletor on. and He-Man and, and Men at Arms. called? Did I say it wrong? Maybe. Alright, I'm, I'm letting you know, oh, Phil, that I'm going to chase you down doing my best Skeletor impression. I'm looking forward oh to the Switch also. No one mentioned about the Nintendo Switch. I'm looking forward to that thing. I was going to mention The Legend of Zelda for the Switch. There you go. But I, I can't... I, the last Zelda game I played was Ocarina of Time. So, And I'm, I'm a fan. I'm just not a big fan. Never really, you know, picked up a DS or anything like that and really played many of the newer games that's come out. But yeah, it, it's coming out. It seems like it's going to be pretty good. We did include the Nintendo Switch parental controls video so we did include that that might have been while you were we talked about it yeah we talked about yeah it. When, I, when i bounced over we're done with yeah. that right now okay bye we I, killed I all that stuff to be excited about <laughs> not to throw anybody off topic but esme i swear to god they're like different people in pcs coming up to the window and just looking are you kidding? at your lifeless body in the window are you kidding am i no. inside the house now Yep, you're inside of uh, where? What, what, what are you playing now, Zathar? Oh, he has he has bindings on your arms. I, no, he doesn't. <laughs> like, oh, your body is weird. Oh my god! I don't know, from the way he said it, it sounded like you're in a shop. No, like how much is that lady in the window? Oh my god! <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh god. Oh, so Luminan, you added a little bit of news for us before we move on. Yeah, I just I was just hopping on Twitter to tweet about us doing this recording i was like what's this oh it's only two minutes old uh jet had just tweeted doing they just posted new servers experimental servers and listen to this they're 120 player servers come on we know God. how bad 70s run oh, right come wait on. why there's a twist we don't need larger servers what is up wait, with wait. this wait there's a twist I there like is it. no taming no you taming. cannot ah! tame i wonder what other game came out with creatures oh, in it that doesn't have uh, taming no 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 <laughs> second and really think hmm. about this. Conan I wonder just what happened. Conan. Conan, man, come on. I think in the interview he was like, so come on and play Conan, I mean Ark with us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they are so scared of Conan. Well, here's, yeah, I have my, I have a complaint about how, well, how they do things anyways, and I've just said things, said the same thing before, but yeah, that is nuts. PC experimental servers, 120 players, no taming. And he said, we just launched some fresh experimental servers. Read more. That I'll, I'll head to the website. Yeah, it says, hey guys, we just launched some new experimental official servers on PC. These are a bit different to our standard servers as they do not allow players to tame, ride, or breed creatures. Ark has a lot of core survival elements to it, and we wanted to see how players would find playing the game without the help of their trusty tames. Of course, this doesn't mean we're moving to a non-dino-focused environment. It's just another customization we've introduced for everyone. So give it a go. Let us know what you think. 
And it says 120 players, no taming, boosted harvesting and XP rates, two times rates of normal. So with the current event, <laughs> it's pretty much six times old arc. That's so funny. Titans have been removed. Auto turret, auto turrets, auto turrets <laughs> have been removed. Difficult level, difficulty level is currently set at 2.0. Tribes are limited to 10 players and it's an isolated cluster. So, so we're interested in the dynamic that this experiment brings. Please keep in mind that it is experimental. So there's a chance that the servers do not stay online and save data could be wiped. Though, our intention is to keep it online. To find the server, just search for this in your filter. And then it has a bracket, 120 players, bracket, no taming experiment. So, that's, I mean, if I were them, I would do this too. You know, I would. Because, I, I don't know. Why not? I, they want to be I think so bad. I think I the mean, only way they get that viable playform is to boost the animal levels to something crazy, something crazy, and then have stuff be able to damage stones. So you're constantly battling to keep your base safe. It's not just like, oh, my base is up. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Right. And yeah, but- we also know, get this, we all, we know that their servers have no dinosaurs as it is with 30 players on a 70 slot server. How are they going to pull this off with just 120? Well, I think I think the uh, no taming. You won't have all the animals just sitting around but dragging the, the server down. They say the bodies count. I mean, they count. I mean, why can't... If they can do this, why can't they fix their existing situation to me? Nobody wants know. to do that. So we'll see. weird. So weird. What are you talking about, Esme? They fixed that like two months ago. <laughs> no, they didn't. All right. We all know. All right, guys. I, I'm going to cut out. I have to be awake in like three-ish yes. hours, three and a half hours. He has to churn that so, butter in the morning. You get, so. you get to that butter, boy. I you tried doing it tonight, butter. but man. <laughs> you butter that butter. Well, thanks for joining us for as long as you can. No problem. See you Have later. Good night. Hi, Lumen. Okay. All, All right. Now well... that the kids went to bed. Um... Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's taking us into what we're doing in game. All right, Prometheus, you are first up to bat. Yeah, so I've been playing Conan, of course, since uh, our ser- main server is down waiting for um, some patches to come out. Um, I've been playing Conan and kind of trying to give it a good shot. And I I feel a little, like, nostalgic for um, Wildcard in, in that this game is, to me, in many ways, it's it's like a reskin of Ark. Uh, in, in its earlier forms, and I, I, I feel like they should have at least expanded upon um, some other core game function. Um, it really does feel like just this cheap clone with uh, someone's a little bit of money to buy buy some intellectual property that um, kind of fits the genre. Um, so I'm I'm a little disappointed in that regard uh, that it isn't. I don't know. Uh, just something different. They needed to make make it in in some way significantly different than Ark. Otherwise, we're just playing Ark in a, in a earlier version again. Um, so that's I'm trying to give it a chance. I'm trying to to prejudge it too much, but the everything from the building mechanics and then to the Ingram system or the the learning system that they have to kind of the the progression of the game. You build these benches. I mean, all of it kind of really just screams Ark. 
And, you know, at this point, if you're not going to make it somewhat different, then I, I don't feel like these guys should succeed just because they paid for, you know, the Conan name and and kind of built the world around that that uh, property in that regard. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding my judgment, but it's not great so far. Um, Anyone got any feelings on it? Yeah, like, because in, in our Rated Arc on episode, I think it's just, like, maybe, like, three back or two back, you had said that, you know, Arc, they better watch out because a bigger game title is going to just come in and pick this game up and run with it. You know what I mean? Like, you were saying that. This, do yeah, you feel like that's kind and, of... But no, because I don't feel like this this studio is making the game significantly better. It's not like... This is coming out, and I understand this is early access and, and all those details, but I really feel like this is just like a cheap knockoff with slap a, a, a known name on it, and then suddenly they have a chance at stealing, you know, ARC, ARC players. But whereas if a big game studio does get involved and does something where they put the same amount of polish that you see on other games, other AAA titles, then sure, ARC definitely has something to worry about. And, and I'm, not, I'm not doubting this. I mean... I'm sure there are plenty of people who like Conan. I've I've never personally watched the shows or the TV shows or movies or anything. Um, so it, to me, there's no kind of nostalgia with the the Conan name. But I'm I'm sure it was a pretty popular show back in the day and, and movie series. So um, in, in that regard, um, I I imagine that they could be you know uh, stealing some of the market share from from Arc. That's for sure. All right. Did anybody have any thoughts on what Mr. Prometheus was talking about? Or I mean, nope. I, I'm I'm having a good time playing. I think it's. I just think, just like everybody's saying, I was just saying also, it's survival games. This is the core of survival games. Yeah, I think there's a lot. And like all this. of them, exactly. All of them are going to kind of feel like a semi clone. I mean, Rust. I mean, Ark isn't that far off of feeling like Rust. You know, it's just, it's, it's a newer version, smoother version of what Rust was with the reskin and with, like, some other rules and stuff. And, you know, Conan is kind of following that same thing. It's like, all these games at the core are going to kind of be the same. Kind of just like MMOs are. You right, know, I mean, the MMO, building, the gathering, gonna... you know, it's, it feels the same, but the whole thing, it's the story and the theme, and yeah. that's what's going to grab players who are looking for whatever theme that they yeah. want to get into. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. I mean, I definitely can see where, you know, this has its RP elements in it. It has it has those things, and, and that may be enough to sell the game. Um, and, and they may be able to, to, you know, do some damage to Wildcard in that regard. But, um, you know, it just it, it feels very early access. It feels, you know, I guess it's not so buggy. But it just doesn't seem to be much depth yet. Although I've I haven't put a ton of time in it. Um probably about ten hours an hour or less. But, you know, it's it's definitely uh you know, a rip off. Maybe you should have had the NPCs be, you know, things you could interact with and and uh, eventually you know, well, you start can make working them with thralls. You can make them thralls and they could work for you. Yeah, yeah that seems might. fucked and up. And then but... and then you could go get hero <laughs> versions <laughs> and they defend your base when, like, they're not there, when, when, like, you're not there. So they are evolving yeah. certain parts of the game. Yeah, it's, the building mechanics, only, in my no. opinion, also work better than Ark. All the snap points are smoother. Yeah, it's a lot more smooth. You know, but it's I mean, like a direct ripoff of Ark. It's not even like 
Oh well, we give you these these size walls. I mean, it even feels I mean, like the same size. Have tiles. you played other survival games though? Yeah, where you had to build stuff. Like, yeah. They all are the same. Dude. I never yeah, played there's, Rust. There's not much. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're all not very different from each other. That's why I was trying to point exactly. out. Exactly. Like, once you play an MMO, every MMO, if you're an MMO player, you go right uh, like a PC MMO player or even an FPS player. Like you can't really take the type of game out. Uh, you know, once once they build something, everybody else is going to go, oh, yeah, that works really awesome. But we can do this section a little bit better. Like every game in their little genre is going to kind of mimic the other ones because why recreate the wheel when the wheel's doing so damn good, you know? Yeah, no, I get that's it. Why they're, that's why they're all like that. So it's not really Conan going after Ark. Ark went after somebody else, and then before that, somebody else. Like, if you want to say it, go back to the very first survival game that, that mimic, like, looks at any of these games, and then say they all copied that game, because that was the origin, you know? So... It's just like a domino effect, really, no matter what genre. But I get to, if this is your first survival game and Ark was, and then this is your second, of course, that's the the pot you're pulling out of, you know? Yeah. Which is probably why you feel that way. It's but definitely like, partially you know. that, you know? It's, yeah. it's not, um, I haven't played a first-person shooter kind of RPG game like this before, so in that regard, Ark definitely was the first, you know? I guess you never get over your first. <laughs> but uh you know um in that regard i just it i just you know it feels a little bit like you know the the chinese knockoff of the same game you know i mean i have two points to make first of all i completely agree with you prometheus uh from the fact that he uses and this is just something just completely you know it could be completely coincidental from the fact that they use the same game engine to oh wow, fact, this is using yeah, it is. Unreal. Yes, it Unreal uses the same part. game engine. Uh, is the same concept, which as May Info, you know, they did a pretty good job of you know uh, explaining how survive. Seven Days to Die, great example. I feel like they ripped off you know uh, Minecraft a little bit, and some people are gonna say, oh no, no, it, it, it they did. They had an idea, they ran with it. They used Minecraft's, you know, their um, crafting system and their uh, block placement system and all that. They just threw a nice little skin over everything, you know. Um, I do, I do want to say, okay, even if this, and and I have no doubt in my mind that the guys behind Conan, yeah, they probably saw Ark, saw how well it was doing, and like, oh, we're gonna make a game just like that and do even better because we have the name, uh, name Conan. Ark's become a pretty big name uh, here recently with it released now on PS4, Xbox. Oh yeah. I have no doubt as soon as it comes out of uh, early access, if they do, if they fix all the problems in the game, we're not going to go through a list of them because it's just too long. I think you know Conan. Yeah, they're going to be stuck in early access for a while. I mean, they just got started yesterday. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> if while he, that little experimental thing, yeah, that's. I don't know who I don't know how long they've been thinking about doing this. I've never seen anything about it before in any of the dev blogs. I've ne I, right. I I don't read everything in them, but I do kind of skim over it. Never saw anything like that. Never saw anything like that on Twitter. Uh, no articles. No interviews. No nothing. It just so happened to come out after the guys behind Conan tweeted, "Oh, we've got the tenth most bought game on Steam" or something like that. Um. I just gotta say, guy, uh, wildcard, don't be dumb with it. Okay, if this was a completely original idea, that's great. 
but don't be the you know the d bags who try to who want to hold that power that y'all have over the the market that y'all are in okay which is survival games or whatever don't don't try to hold on to that power too much okay yeah conan's great and everything but Many things could happen. People could, after playing it for a couple of weeks, realize that, hey, this game's not going to go anywhere fast enough. We're going back to ARK. Okay, I'm already waiting for when the dev kit comes out and we get all the mod specs and I can head back over to ARK. I've got right. yeah, you know, a nice base I'm building. I want to get back to it. Okay, I'm, I'm Conan, the exact same way right It's a nice now, diversion. Like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be, pull, I'd be, you know, pacing my room right now had it not been for Conan or, well, or Witcher 3, but... It's another subject. Um, I think it's a nice diversion and everything, but I think most of the players who like Ark, they're going to keep going back. And Wildcard, if if this was because of Conan, don't don't be dumb and keep trying to better something that you're already better than them at. And I I mean, I I don't want to catch any flack from this, but hey, Conan, yeah, it's great, but it, it isn't Ark, and Ark is right. better. It's more, even with all its problems, it's way more polished. Uh, I'm going to regret saying this, but way more balanced. I think that, um, you know, they should just kind of take a step back and, you know, just act like it didn't even release and just keep going the way you were going. This last update, I haven't had a chance to play it. I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure Tech Tier is really awesome and everything. Um... But just keep working on what y'all were working on before. Keep trying to fix the problems. Don't try to better somebody when there's really no need to. So kind of like what, I guess what I'm pulling away from what you're saying is don't let this rattle you. Like don't, you exactly. don't let, let it rattle. rattle. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't be rattled by it. And don't waste time trying to, burn rubber and catch up to what you perceive as being um, momentum going in this new hot thing, you know, direction. Exactly. Just stay on the same path. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your resources. Don't waste everybody, all your employees' energy trying to put out a fire that probably isn't really there. Everybody always gravitates to something new. It's exciting. And it sure as hell didn't you know how we have talked about in our last episode of Rated Arc where we figured, we were like, oh, how convenient, you know, when like uh, Quicksilver, you know, mentioned that that's when Conan was coming out was January 31st. And mm -hmm. ironically, that's when Arc was releasing their um, their tech tier patch on January 30th. And, and then on their last episode, we were all talking about, oh, how interesting that those two dates coincide I actually wish that if they were really thinking, they would have released it a week earlier because most of their player base right now, like us, we're forced to try. It, it's almost like they handed, they handed. Yeah, they didn't see how much. Gamers, they, yeah. handed, they handed us over to freaking Conan Exiles. Their intent was to compete with them, but by not having a dev cut ready in time or timing it, you're, you are locking out anybody who plays on an unofficial that had mods that were affected. Like, there's a bunch of people that, that the most popular mods, like Structures Plus and the um, core 
Extinction Cormod, those were the two most hit that we have. And that's a lot of us locked out of Ark. And where did we go? Hey, let's check out that new hot game. Like it almost bit them in the ass because they did it. They didn't think it through. Yeah. Know? And it's not it's not even people on unofficial either. It's people on official right. who want to get on and do a certain thing and then get off. I mean, every time an update comes out and we're all everybody here and everybody who's listening all knows the drill. An update comes out, guess what you're going to be doing? You're going to be finding bugs and waiting for a patch to come out. Yeah. When you're sitting here wasting your resources in your think tank or whatever, how can we beat this Conan game out? Don't be worrying about that. Stop, take a step dev back. Out, dev kit out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's it's, another thing. They Wednesday. need to have you need to have the dev kit out when yeah. you bring out the update. That's uh, I I don't know like the reason they may or have before. some Yeah, they honestly, may have I some really good like reason for not doing it. Well, the day before, I could see or them not doing the that because time. they don't want they don't want those really quick modders to hop on there, strip everything out of it, and pop a mod on just so they can get some downloads before the patch comes out. I can understand that, but what well, I can I mean, understand is you not uh, having the dev kit ready when the right. update comes out. That but should here, be here's the thing. thing: you know, like fifty percent of your players, if not more, rely on mods to keep the game entertaining to and keep that's that boredom away. He's even said that with his own yeah. mouth during interviews on interviews is that he knew uh, that without the, yeah, spice come along. the the sugar and spice. Let me drop off some stuff from What's that? Oh no, go ahead. Okay, I'm like what are you? Yeah, you know, like um Jeremy's even stated that without the mod community, you know, he, they rely heavily on that um, prolonging the game and, and everything and making it extra awesome with the mod community. But then why are they always left behind? And the dev kit always takes about a week to get out when they give us these heavy, big things. It's like if they're more busy on setting up experimental servers, which they're really not going to attract it, they would get more players back in the game if they've made the damn dev kit and got it out to the modders. That should have been their number one. And yeah. They make experimental servers. I don't yeah. understand. You're hitting it right on the head. And, and for the whole, sure. And the whole, <laughs> yep. like, the but mods is, don't make them money. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, okay. The mods do make them you money. They make not... them people buy the game. Right. By not doing yeah. this dev kit, they just made Conan Exiles $30, $30, $30. How many of us would yeah. pay 30 bucks to play that game, which we would have been playing ARC F their dev kit? They're just handing, they're handing them money. And, and now, you now know? you've hey, got, you, like, like the base, the base, uh, the basis of that um, experimental server BS Okay, alright, so that's cool. You put out an experimental servers with no dino. What reason do I have to play Ark now? <laughs> I want to play Ark so I can tame dinos, not run from them. I mean, yep. if I that's exactly that, what I was thinking. What? I'm going to yeah. play the hot new game that just came out that I just paid $30 for. I'm going to go play Conan, because guess right. what? At least I haven't explored every inch of that damn map. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Whoever um, came up with that idea really needs to be taken out up, back and uh, <laughs> have a good well, talking to. Well, whoever came up with the idea is also the person who gets shaken by your ex's new girlfriend or your ex's new boyfriend. That is the kind of vibe I'm getting from it. Was oh my god, I got to <clears> time <throat> here and get my nails done. They got a new chick on their arm, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like. In, to me, that shows insecurity in a person. So it shows insecurity in a game developer when they are so quick to get offended or their cages rattled that they have to go and try to mimic what the new thing is instead of being 
confident in yourself. Just be confident in yourself. And like you said, just keep going forward. You know, so much in life and even in gut, they have something to learn from us, whether they know it or not. You got to keep your head, your eyes on the prize. Keep looking forward. You're going to waste so much time looking to the left or to the right. It, you know, if you just, it wastes energy, it wastes creativity, it pisses people off. It's it's stupid. It was a stupid. I mean, they stupid. must think we're just a bunch of, of stupid people just giving, giving money, like, take yeah. my money now, take my card, yeah. take my bank account. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. We're not stupid. Exactly. We know what's going on. I mean, yeah. coincidence or not, it's if it is a coincidence, and I am ninety nine percent sure it's not. It's, it's a pretty damn good one, and it just screwed you. But you know, like you can't you can't go doing stuff like that. I mean, yeah. now now I get the feeling that there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about that y'all are worried about. You know, are y'all really threatened by a game like this? I mean, come on, it's right. of course the they first are. It's a good day game. of early access. Yeah. It is a good game. I will give it that, and it is a nice change of pace. But I still want to play Ark. But now I'm like, you know what? Just to spite you, since you kind of spited us with this, <laughs> I'm just going to play on Conan for a couple more weeks. All while flipping you off. Oh, my. So, Iron, or who was ch trying to chime in? Oh, well, I think that was, yeah. well, it was a couple yeah, was of us, me. so go ahead, Iron. Go ahead, well, Iron. Yeah, I, I just wanted to interject. <clears throat> this is a small portion of my thought, but... <clears throat> PC problem. Get over it. We don't even get the update for a while yet on console. <laughs> so, we don't even have Dude. Conan of Exiles at the moment. We still have art. You don't get it mods still works. Either, so... What's yeah. the problem? Yeah, it works for you. Yeah. yeah, it works for us, but we're also not used to getting updates immediately. I mean, you're not going to see this here anyway. What we've got with Ark yeah, so far is anyway. mind-blowing. Just see, to get I a game that updates as fast as it does. At this point, it's, I don't care so much that we, you know that I can't play the update. I just care that I can't play at all because they haven't released it and our mods are breaking it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, that's I a mod problem. Dark since the update I, came I, out, it's not every mod that is breaking it. I can't it. play it. It's the fact that I know if I go into single player, I'm gonna have to level myself up. No matter what rates I put it on, I'm gonna have to level myself up. Then I'm gonna have to tame a dino to go fight a boss. Then I'm gonna have to get the element and get all the you know special ingrams and stuff. I mean, it's and and why not play Conan? Screw it, you know. Yeah. It really. What if you don't have a problem doing that? I, I mean, my point that. is. Go ahead, Iron. Kind of my point is, I mean, sure you might think that's a pain, but for some other people, you just play in the game. I mean, I have nothing against Conan Exiles. I'll probably play it in some form or other at a friend's house or something. It looks like a fun game. But in a few months, whether I whether I have the it. option or not, I'm still gonna. By myself in my own little world, go team. I'm breeding Rexes right now for when Tech Tier shows up. I'm gonna go take on bosses, and I'm gonna have 20 maxed out Rexes in my single player to do it with. I don't have mods, I don't have all the options, but I'm gonna make do with what I've got, and I'm having fun doing it. I mean, you guys are whining because I understand, yeah, the problem. but it's not mods breaking it anything fun. as well. Yeah, and you get you get some more options, but the game is still fun. Yeah, you like, just gotta put into it what you want out of it. Well, the, I think the thing you're missing is is that we're not even allowed to log into our game yet because it's broken. Like it's really awesome for you because you're not locked out of your game, but we all know how pissy you get when you are. You get just as irritated as we are. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like, I, mean, like, I understand. Fallen, like last no, episode. We can't even play the game. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Well, so exactly. You've been, you've been where we were. You know, you've been locked out of your game. And you've had broken crazy issues. We we tech, we have not been able to log in and play ARC. Other than official. And even then, it's a lag fest. We can't even really technically play ARC. You know, and then there's no dinosaurs on the official. You know, so it's kind of like our hands are tied. So... It's not like we're mad or throwing a temper tantrum. We can't play the game. <laughs> That's it. You know? Yeah, and a, and a little note to the devs. You know, uh-huh. all that money you're probably Beautiful. spending on the experimental servers. If you yep. would just up your server quality just a little bit, you know, however much money, money you're spending on those experimental servers, just divvy it out between the servers you have, you'd be amazed at how many people would come back into that game. I tried playing on Official 49 uh, a couple weeks ago. Not a single dino. I rubber banded everywhere. I I could I couldn't do anything. Like and and my computer is not the worst, but my FPS was like a two and three at some points. And if you would up the quality just just a tiny bit, take all that money you've been making and spending on you know trying to better a game that doesn't even compete with you. Maybe maybe people would start playing playing on official more, and maybe people would start coming back. All right, um, Fo, what were you having to say to? I know that you're waiting to chime in. Um, it's basically been said. It's just, um, I don't think um, either way it makes a whole big deal. I just think both games are going to exist, and I think some yeah. people are going to play both. Yep. Yep. It's just going to change your pace. That's all I was saying. Beautiful earlier. It's just. Yep. Either way, I like it's change your pace, and each one's beautiful as can be, but each are going to have its problems. Yeah. I like having the option where I know I love my arc. I'm never going to get away from it. I love it, and I love doing things in arc. But I now like having the op- the option of running around and cutting people in half, right? And oh you know, God, the gifts. And, and fighting against lives and just ex- ex- really and just you know having like just a different take on the survival game. Right. It's like when I get bored of one, I can go back and forth now. Yep. I really am excited to see how uh, Conan does their story. Um, before you I saw it, that was about, it. <laughs> before I go into mine, did anybody have? I mean, that hasn't, that don't have their stuff listed below me. Did you guys have anything else to add before I go? Or all right, I will. Um, so for me, my game time is um, right now. Obviously, I kind of just alluded to it. It's Conan Exiles. Um, whoop whoop waiting to enjoy the new art patch, but you know, they like to release a new content, then lock huge chunks of their player base out who play on unofficials by taking a week to release a dev kit. So I've not really played much ARC this week, but oh hey, Conan Exiles came out and we started up a server for a gaming group and poof, we have something to play and that's pretty cool to me so far. Um, even before that, I had to go in and totally re-download ARC, re-download Steam, re-download my graphics card drivers. I had to figure out why I kept getting fatal errors. I could not even stay in an ARC server, whether it be official or unofficial, for very long without getting random fatal errors. I It, it sounded like very similar to what um, Falloon was having happen, too. Uh, it was just nuts. Battle Eye was being a jerk. It was all kinds of crazy stuff. So I just wiped everything out like five or six times last week and then had to keep doing. So now I was in a good place and then boom, they dropped this new patch and now we're all locked out again. So fun times. But on the upswing, because I've been playing ARC for um, over a year, almost a year, 
well, now, almost, no, this summer it would be, I can't remember now, anyways, a long time, and for, for like 2,600 hours, um, I was very super impressed, first time logging into Conan, um, with the character customization, for me, being this game that's only been out, like, we've only, it's only been out for like, what, maybe 48 hours, the character customization is something that I think Ark should have had. It's been out for a long time. I fear I oh they're so behind on that. That's been one of my painstaking like what the hell is the whole time is not and now they just added hair. But this is the thing with the arc hair that pisses me off because I got to play with it for five seconds. Um, when you're a chick, here comes the cosmetologist. Yeah, you know right. <laughs> Listen to this. I, oh yay! You added hair to the game. I put a helmet on. It's gone. I'm. If I put that. If I put that cowboy hat skin on, it's gone. Um, it's like the hair, I go back to being bald. Like, what's the sense of spending so much time... You don't like being bald? ...to the game? Why? Yeah. Why? And then but if you're wearing... Fast. Like, yeah, if you're wearing a hair. hat, if you're wearing a hat, the hair should... And you have long hair, the Thank hair should you. come out from under the hat. Yeah. And it doesn't. It um, doesn't. Conan Exiles is doing the same thing right now, by the way. It's, just, it is. But it's two days I'm just throwing old. that out. It's yeah, not, I gotcha. It's two days old. I... The Conan is right now looking pretty damn smooth for a game that's two days old. Exactly. Some of my gripes that I've had with Ark that I feel like they've totally ignored. I feel like they've spent so much time expanding to all different platforms that they have not touched the freaking base game for so long that this game shooting out has all these things hit. They have been watching Ark and I can totally... I could everything I've said that irritates me about Ark. These I swear to God is nuts. Um, so that's just one thing. I'm like, what? My the hair. It's so super cool that Ark added the hair because Conan coming out the gate already has movable hair. Had different hairstyles. When the wind blows, your hair moves. You know. So I'm really happy that Ark added that because if they didn't, oh, they'd be really shooting themselves in the, in the foot with their customization. That you know, at least that's on par now, kind of. But also, for it being an early access game, I feel that Conan has, like, their clan stuff already. If you form a clan in Conan, there's, like, a there's like um a tribe communication little box where you can put some information, you know? So if you're in a clan, you can open it up and see something. I've been wanting that forever in frickin' Ark. No, they gave us these super ridiculous... Um, the tribe rankings that you have to really sit down and take like a whole day if you have a big tribe going this ranking can do this this ranking can do but it's not a drop down menu like I think that should be and I wouldn't be surprised if um, Conan hits that on the head because Ark is really lacking in the whole tribe management and being a tribe is one of the biggest things of their game is working together and fighting together and surviving especially in PvP but they make the tribe um, governing so ass backwards. I'm not a fan of it at all. So I'm really impressed so far. Conan's already showing communication amongst the tribe is pretty cool because they're giving you these little added tools. And guess what? When you go to leave a clan, it goes, hey, do you really want to leave this clan? Because if you leave this clan, it disbands your clan and, and your stuff will disappear. Like it asks you, when you do that in ARC, psh, it doesn't go, hey, if you created this clan and then you leave, you're going to get locked out of all of your shit. It doesn't say that. Because Shout out Co to Fo. Conan does. Conan says that. You know, it's boom. These, these little things that we have been bitching about forever. Conan is doing right out the gate day two. You know what I mean? So they're listening where Ark was not listening to their people. Conan went around and was like, hey, 
Your people are saying this. We're going to give it to them right out the gate. That's that's poor execution. I'm going to call it like I see it, and I'm not going to feel bad about it because I'm not here to fluff them. It's poor execution when it comes to this new game is already giving you something that you had over a very long time to do. Also, the way the environment interacts with my character's clothing and hair and stuff, I really like that. I like how my, my clothes blow. I like all this like immersiveness that I'm getting right now from Conan Exiles. And also, I love that there are NPCs already in the game, so I don't have to add a mod to, to get them. I think that's cool. I like having that little element of, oh my god, it's nighttime. I see campfires off in the distance. What is that? You know, That's one of my favorites, too. I love I seeing know. that. It's really neat. And it's kind of like, do I want to go spy on them? No. Or do I, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Because you know how much of us... That if you play on PC on an unofficial server and you can add like these new mods, it's that's what we want. Once we hit that element of tamed all the dinos, killed all the dinos, outlevel all the dinos, like throwing in that mix, and that's why we love our Extinction Core mod that we have on our unofficial ARC server right now because it, it's all the different kind of tribes that we're up against. It makes our game like really cool. So I like the fact that they have that in this game. So I, I like that. And also, um, I like that the server filter for the game seems a lot more organized than that of ARC. Um, just the first thing I figured out, because how many times you go to look for a server on the ARC server thing, and it's not there. Or you're like, it should show up, but it's not. You know, and it's like, I know they've, they've improved on that. But then with Kona, I think it's really more, they separated the game down right off the bat. Um, with When you enter into the game. Do you want to do PvP? Do you want to do PvE? Do you want to do um, relax? Like they broke their communities down in ga different gameplay styles. I think that's pretty cool. Also, the whole finished product, when you log into Conian, they tell you right up front, first you get their really awesome cinematic. I think Ark should do that because for such an awesome game of dinosaurs, they're totally missing the boat. They could add a badass cinematic. Like when you log in, granted, now I get irritated. I have to keep clicking out of it now when I play. <laughs> I just like, can I not see this every time or maybe switch them up or something? But I think art could really learn something from Conan in when they're adding, when they make their really cool trailers for the new patches, throw that in. And when we log in, we can see that cinematic like so many other games do like right up front. I just think that would really, you know, put a nice bow on a, on a badass um, patch or update or whatever they're doing. Because um, that's what Conan's doing. And also, I think it's cool. And I think because I really like the fact that Conan right now, they're, the devs of this game is really hitting home what's something so important to me is communication. Second thing you run into when you log into Conan is a warning right up front. Hey, this is early access. It has an early access line. It explains to the player what early access is. It actually walks you through and goes, hey, this is what early access is. This is what you're going to find. This is what you're going to come across. This is where you can find out more information. That's awesome. Love that they're doing that. Ark is shooting themselves in the foot because you got a lot of dirt to dirt buying a game, not understanding what early access is. It'd be cool for them to explain that right up front. I think they should take a page out of that book because what harm could it do? Not any. Power is not, knowledge is power and they should use it to help them instead of not using it because that's what it's hindering them. Also, I was shocked at how lifelike our characters look. I, I was just so impressed right off the bat. It just seemed like a very smooth, for being an early access release game, it was super smooth for me, you know, compared to what it is now. Um, and I was shocked because also I had no idea that uh, when I started up our on, a, on our unofficial Conan server, 
I didn't know that like the default was it had um, partially under this nude box because I guess you can pick like what kind of server you want if you want it to be no nudity, partial nudity, or full nudity. So when I was making my character and I said it was partially nude, boom, up there my chick's jugs were like, you could like pick like how big you want your boobs to be. Or apparently you can pick how big you want your twig and berries to be. I had no clue what I was running into. So I thought, oh, they're just letting you pick your character. So then all of a sudden I get in the game and I'm like, I'm half naked, run through the desert, being chased by these freaking creepy ass little gremlin looking dudes and i'm like this is so crazy <laughs> i feel so violated i'm like running half naked your boobs are hitting you in your face you got this gremlin <laughs> you, going, that's like, awesome oh, you know this is crazy the game it was just nuts you know the doll so man it was nuts. Yep. You should be, I, I literally nuts it was nuts <laughs> <laughs> It definitely, you know, put a whole different spin on the game right there. It was just craziness. So obviously there are going to be a lot of bugs. Like I made my chick Esmeralda guy, and then I log out and the next day I log in. And all of a sudden overnight, I turned into a dude avatar with long white hair. I don't know how that happened. You know, because it is a new game. You're going to run into bugs and you're going to run in, you know, because they gave you that warning up front. So I just think for my, my experience right now is I'm with foe. I like having, and, and probably even yoga, I like having that, that um, difference in that choice to pick from. And I really hope that wildcard, instead of trying to compete with them, maybe take a little step back and be humbled and, and do and mimic like they're, they've obviously been listening and watching wildcard and arc for a long time because they are coming right out of the oven with a lot of our our problems, or at least my my complaints, already covered, and it just makes me go, ah, wild card, ah, why can't, why can't, why, why not? So I really hope that they do take a page out and and they do um, stop trying to compete, but fix and better, and and I think they'd be good to go. But man. Um, but they are two entirely different games when it comes to, like, what it is. Like, right when you log into Kona, you can pick, like, what religion you want, what race you want. You know, they, they do tie in a lot of that lore stuff. Um, there are a lot of similarities, like everybody said, with the building and all that stuff, you know. But if you love dinosaurs you're and that's why you love Ark, you're not going to jump over and play Conan. You're just not because there's no dinosaurs. So they might both be survival games, but their platforms... Like the, the lore and, and everything are entirely different. So don't go into one expecting it to be the other. Just don't do that. Just enjoy them for what they are, which is two different survival games. With some similarities that all survival games have. So that would be my first impressions. And I've only got to play since it's been out. So, ta-da. I want everybody to be aware right off the bat that if they do buy this game, if you're mining iron... Just be aware that you may turn around and there just be a huge dong in your face. Because <laughs> the uh, people uh, apparently that was don't scary. Like no, they don't. Does the game have dong physics? <laughs> I, think uh, I did see a little bit of swinging. Yes. Yeah. It sure does. Beautiful. Dedicated. <laughs> they are dedicated to the game. Full force, for sure. It's crazy. It's craziness. And don't forget, um, you could hold that torch too while you're actually doing stuff. Oh yeah, you can hold the one torch. of the best parts ever. Yeah. I do. I do also want to say, um, after what Esme said, I do. I'm kind of seeing why they pulled the move that they did. Because think about it, you know, they they do listen to the players. They, uh, you know, Art, 
anyways, they do listen to the players on some things, but it's usually the things, oh, we want this, we want that, not, hey, fix this, hey, fix that. I think where maybe some of their, you know, lack of confidence is coming from is the fact that they are aware that there are many problems that have been there since day one that they yeah. have not fixed. And guess what? Now you've got a game who's competing with you, openly competing with you, and they have backlogs upon backlogs of player complaints that they can just sift through and be like, exactly. oh, we'll fix that in our game. Yep. And I, th I can see where they've done this. Because... What is the one of the most annoying ass things in ARC is the new person who creates a tribe and leaves it. I was just watching this happen on our official server that we play on right now, just a couple days ago. The, well, it was January 30th. And, and no, no you, names. of course. But, you know, you know, you know how much of a pain in the ass that is for a person on, on official, you know? They were Ooh. like, this is how this went down. I felt so sorry. For him, because I'm watching it go down in global, and it's somebody that I helped bring supplies to and stuff. And he was like, "Hey, something happened to my wall overnight. Is there any way I can tell what damaged my base?" And then somebody in global said, "Yeah, why don't you make a tribe, and it'll give you a tribe log, and it'll tell you everything that happens." So this person goes, "Okay," and they make themselves a tribe, and then. They go, oh, well, it didn't show anything in my tribe log, so I left my tribe, and now I'm logged out, and now I'm locked out of everything, and all of my uh -oh. dinosaurs are... And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But these are the, the little subtle things that Wildcard has totally missed the mark on. They're so busy putting things out on PlayStation and Xbox and PC and making sure all these updates are pushed out, but they are not really doing these quality of life things that will not only make them look like they give a damn because i'm sure that's not that person goes well that's it i'm done playing this game like because <laughs> it, it's such you put that especially beyond official put that much time doing that much stuff and you make one little mistake why can't they put the little warning sign like conan gives you hey you're creating a tribe now that means da 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 da, da. like they give these little tool tips why how hard is it to put that in arc i don't understand like why they would you know I wonder how many people how often this happens I know Luminin and I and any admins in our CRR gaming group we have spent hours of our lives reclaiming like Luminin just did for Zayther that's why we're joking reclaiming every teeny tiny foundation because their their admin code is broken and doesn't even work so you got to do every individual piece to force ownership and then give back it's just nuts. It's nuts, and so much stuff and, and annoyance is the littlest of things could fix it, and Conan's chosen to fix it. So, I mean, oh, it's so frustrating when you see something you want to go really well, and you see something else doing it, and you're like, why? Why can't you do that? It's crazy. So, yeah, that's, oh, you can tell it pisses me off. Just a little bit, huh? Just a little bit. Just a teeny bit of a rant. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, it's stupid. Thank you for saying what uh, we oftentimes think, but uh, aren't able to, aren't able or aren't willing to express at the time. Thank you. Or articulate. <laughs> I wish that I could just like be like grab and be like, why, why? This doesn't make sense. To me, it makes perfect sense. This should be done. Like I feel, I feel like they should hire a communication person to be like, are we fully communicating the intent of this? Like they're missing so many of these little things that could make their gameplay so much easier and make it user friendly for new people 
Because this guy had been playing for like a month and he didn't know that the shit would happen to him. And if they listen to our podcast, they might know. But then if you don't listen to back episodes, like, there's nothing really yeah, there's nothing really saying why why wouldn't they do this? I just it's oh especially being out as long as it has. That's where Conan is gonna kick their ass. Is because somebody is putting the forethought into their game, which Wildcard is not putting this forethought into ARC. And sitting on the outside and playing both worlds, it's frustrating because I love ARC and I want to kick them and go, what the hell? Wake up because the ship is sailed. You're out of time. You better get your asses to the grindstone and stop dicking around. You know, like that's what I want to tell them. Exactly. That's how I feel. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. So, yeah. yeah. Ta-da. I just want to interject again, small. I All totally right, understand right. everything you said. I completely agree with. It's also the downside of the genre. I was just looking on Steam the other day. World War Z is still in beta. I mean, it's the genre. It's what we're putting up with. I would love to see one of them finished. We just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But it seems like... It could be, I would be more apt to be, oh, hey, awesome, you're still in, in development. But it's kind of disheartening when you see a new in-developed game out two days already doing something better than this game has just been sitting on their thumbs and ignoring these little things that their players have been clamoring for. It's just, it makes me really wonder who's driving the car. That's It really makes me wonder. I don't know. Priority lists need to be reprioritized. Their priority list right now blows Compy Nuggets, in my opinion. Somebody needs to teach them how to prioritize. Maybe there's too many chiefs in the in the whatever, like too many hands, too many chefs in the kitchen, too many whatever. Like there's too many people either fighting over the steering wheel or nobody has it because it's making me really curious why these little teeny tiny things are not even done. If I were their mom, I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Go clean your room. Yep. They're too busy on everything else yes! again. Yes. It's craziness. It's just, ugh, makes me wonder. But Priorities are different for sure. Yeah. Their priorities are just, <clears throat> they're going to have to learn. I mean, you got to learn from, you got to learn from your enemies as, as, as much as you do your, um, your non-enemies, your friends and stuff, because yikes, your enemies are learning from you. That's for sure. <laughs> they yep. really are. So, somebody else could take the wheel. If you don't have anything else, did anybody have anything about Conan you want to interject? I know, Yogi, you've been playing it too. How? Oh, yeah, I've just been enjoying it. Same, you basically covered everything that I was thinking about. Just the very beginning of just the opening scenes and everything. Actually felt more of a story. I know we're still waiting that for Ark. Yeah. Um. So, it's just that kind of threw you into it. Ark is just kind of... It's fun kind of guessing around what everything is and what you're doing there. Um, that makes it a little fun, but it kind of tosses you and immerses you a little bit more. Just having that intro right. makes a world of a difference, I think. And then, like you said before, just that character creation, freaking all the way down to your, what, um, mascara stuff, whatever it's called, even. Eyeshadow. It's like, really? Yeah, eyeshadow. It's like, what? 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 <laughs> So, I like, do I even need that? All right, whatever, it's cool. On the server. <laughs> yeah, so, and then, like I mentioned before, when we're playing, and I said, watch out for the people, and you're like, people? Like, yeah, yeah, there's people running around. I have a base, um, and at nighttime, like you mentioned before, you can see all those fires off in the distance. One's right above my base. I was like, oh, oh crap. Yeah, and if it wasn't for that, I didn't know. So, that's it's it's great. 
So there's definitely a lot of room to grow still. It's not perfect. Yeah. The yeah. officials are still having a lot of problems um, for the rubber banding. If I wasn't on our CIR group, uh, I don't, it would be very frustrating. I may have quit um, yeah. just how bad that rubber banding was. And they mentioned on Twitter nonstop that they're just constantly pushing out updates almost every single day. Yeah, yeah. that's frustrating for especially you guys that, that run it and run the server, having to constantly restart it. But they're working on it, I'm sure, 24 hours. I bet you you got those graveyard guys and everything. I but, also, good night, I, Electron. Night, good night. Night. Bye. I do want to throw in a little, uh, you know, praise for them. My god, having Outer Face on the piece you're about to place is just, oh, it's amazing. They have this the nice little, uh, well, when you build a base, you know how you uh, you ghost a piece in. Like, oh, yeah. Where it's going to place. Yeah. Well, it has this nice little writing on the side yep. that says this is where your outer face is going to be. And if it's facing <gasps> outside, yes! the words are backwards. Oh, that is that nice. Is just the best ever. Because that is super annoying, at least an arc where you go to yep. place your wall. And, and rotating. Yeah, and then it with just the goes, wheel. It throws it in the opposite way, and then you're like, da! And then you gotta like remake it again and remake. Oh, it's frustrating. Yep. I don't know yeah. how many people are aware of this, but like when you place a refining forge in Ark, if you ever really look at it, if you don't stand at an angle, it always places at an angle. Like yep. it's not facing your character. On this, you just scroll the mouse wheel, and the piece rotates in place exactly the Amazing. way you want it without you moving. Like how, yeah. I'm sorry for beating a dead horse, but how hard is it to implement something like that when you are opening up new servers that nobody wants? Yep. Oh, and another thing that phone mentioned earlier, I didn't have any clue. When you're rotating that, you hold down shift and it raises up and down. Thanks for that. Nope. That. Oh, I'm it's awesome. That. Yeah, it makes a world of difference, especially foundations. Yeah, I did not. Uh, you can raise foundations. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold down shift when you rotate your mouse wheel. Fo discovered oh. it. Isn't that crazy? That like you can raise or lower your foundations in Conan of Exile. Like there I can I get now what you meant, like how you said it, Zathar, when you were like, I totally understand why they did this now. Because yeah. there are a lot of things that they could that that arc that wildcard could have been fixing to beat Conan of Exiles. They could have been up, you know, up to snuff. They should have done that, but they didn't. And now people like us are looking and we're comparing the two side by side. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, it's yep. crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah. So, I think. Just I call would, me maybe. Yeah. Just call me. Yeah, exactly. Just call me. <laughs> Good one. All right, Gigabyte. You still there? I'm handing it what, over what? to you, getting us off this Conan Exiles. Yeah, yeah, no, contest, that's that's why I've been so quiet. I haven't <laughs> played Conan. Hand it over. When I get all fiery, I get all fiery. We'll take an ice bath now. All right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't hold things back when things irritate me, so I can sleep at night. You know. All right, Gigabyte, what do you have for us? Okay, I was gonna talk a little bit about Planetary Annihilation, but I found out a bunch more stuff that frankly, is a lot more interesting, so I'm just going to kind of gloss over it. RTS game, you can blow up planets. It's a totally valid solution to your problems. There's big old metal planets. Build some lasers on them. You have yourself a Death Star. So, you know, look into that. Mm -hmm. you can also I did put the link there for you, too. Oh, yeah, cool. 
for the You can, um, a totally valid strategy in this game is to build up, like, one planet that you own and completely cover it in nuke, like, nuclear warheads and just nuke a whole nother planet. Wipe it clean. Wow. Beautiful. So this is, you play against other, other people, too? It's got other people, but the AI is, like, actually competent, too, so if you don't feel like playing with other people, you can just play against the AI, and oh, it'll okay. actually give you a challenge. That is cool. And then I found out Dark Souls 3 has a new DLC coming out. I've not played that, and I heard that it's very... Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so amazing. Like, I can't do that. It's just stuck, die and die and die. Yeah. Anybody, Some people like that. Anybody that's into it. It's called The Ringed City. Nice. And apparently it's supposed to be, like, the final bits of the story. Because I guess um, from, stu from Software is giving up Dark Souls. They're, they're done with it. They're on for uh, Bloodborne 2, 3, 4. And then I'm, we talked about MMOs, and it sparked my uh, memory of a MMO that's coming out called Chronicles of Elria. I think I mentioned it in an episode of Rated Arc at some point. But it's basically, from what I've read, it's completely different from any other MMO in that your characters actually like age and die. And so your, wow. skills, your skills are passed down through your character's like, bloodline. I don't remember this. And so, no, like, I don't think I hear heard of it yeah, before. Yeah, I put the uh, link in the thing, but like, like that let's say you wanted to be, like, let's say you wanted to be a master blacksmith. Your first character wouldn't get there, but like his skills would go on to his kid, and then their skills would go on to their kid until eventually their kid's like a master blacksmith. But awesome. you you can like literally set up a shop in a city, and that's what you do. Or you could buy property and eventually end up the king of a city. It's got a permadeath system for your characters based on how, like, important your character is to the overall story of the world. Uh-huh. So, like, if your character's a Joe Schmo, then the permadeath system is less punishing on you. But if you're, like, king of this huge nation, it's more punishing on you. Because, you know, kings don't just die and come back. Right. So, yeah, if you that go on, um, if you go on their website and read their, like, development journals, they go, like, really in-depth to what they're gonna do. It's, it's a good read. Like a neat one. That that doesn't ring a bell either. I'm glad you linked that for us. Yeah, it's super. And unlike everybody else who talks about this game, I'm not going to put my uh, little promotion link in. I'm not doing it. Your promotion I don't link? Need... What are you talking it, about? You, you sign up on the website, and they give you a little link, and basically... Oh. Yeah, they motivate you to advertise for it. And if you get to, like, certain levels of influence, oh, okay. they give you, like, special perks and... I don't care enough to get any of them. Okay. So. I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking about, but that makes Yeah, sense basically they, they bribe you to advertise the game in different places. Okay. Like, I'm never going to get to, like, the billions, like the guy who has a uh, YouTube channel dedicated to it. Right. He's basically going to be, like, a king in-game. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's crazy, isn't it? That they would that's, do, yeah, that's, that's how they did their Kickstarter, now wow. that I think about it. It was, like, $10,000, and hey, buddy, you get to be a king. <laughs> Alongside, like, a whole bunch of other perks. <laughs> that's I mean, that's it, interesting. People are interested. It's raised, like, yeah. $2 million now. Unreal. So, well, craziness. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that, that does sound interesting. Okay, Badger, what do you have? Alrighty, so... I've been kind of in and out on gaming the last week or so. I'm packing to move. Oh. <clears throat> but just just... With real life stress, gaming has been semi-frustrating, and I've been dissatisfied with gaming. That being said, 
I have been grinding out all the Explore Notes in art so that I can unlock the Bionic Rex skin, which I'm kicking myself because I only had like three dossiers left to get when they switched it over to the notes to find so i'm like ah, i should have just found them whatever dinos but oh well uh so i'm doing that i'm also playing skyrim with mods very fun uh my current character is pretty much an elven warrior uh of the eldar straight out of middle earth i mean like seen in the first lord of the rings movie uh-huh. like of the Elven Warriors, the, the first battle for Middle-earth against the whole of the guys out of the Elven Army, it looks like. Sword, everything. It's freaking awesome. So, doing that. Um, and also, I've been playing, gone back in time, and I've been playing Star Wars Jedi Academy, an old Ooh. Lucas Limited classic that is just as fun as when it came back, came out back in 2003. And it is aged very well. I will say the graphics haven't exactly aged well, but how the game plays has aged very well. I mean, just for its day, it was very forward, and it's still fun today. I really enjoy the story, so that's been a lot of fun. And last, but definitely not least, every Friday night, and usually a couple times during the week at random, I have Halo 5 Friday nights with my friends, and that's oh, kind of the highlight awesome. of the week podcast. So we do custom games, and just all sorts of madness and mayhem happens, and it's just freaking awesome. Cool. So that's what I've been up to in game. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, hey, I think it's that time. I think it's finally that time to talk about what we have on our back. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Luminen had to cut out because, you know, he has to go to work in the morning really early. Slacker. So, slacker. <laughs> so if somebody wants to impersonate, if Foe's still awake, he might be able to impersonate Luminen. Maybe. I gotta put him in show notes. I was like, I'm guessing Foe doesn't have the show notes up as yeah, usual. because I totally threw this at him. I never do that. Never. Wait for it. So, uh, is there a joke coming? I. Oh, I see. <laughs> Seems like I'm Luminan, and uh, when I'm not churning butter, I like to put in two fish on a tank. <laughs> it's a joke. One turns the other and says, How is do we drive this thing? But a boom. But a boom. Let's get let's get let's get let's continue. Let's, let's, let's That's go. a Luminan joke for sure. That's like I yeah. totally picture him saying that. And then he wanted to give a shout out to someone. And I'm gonna give a shout out to at screenshots by Jezzy for giving Ark a shot and taking a break from WoW. Well then, thank you very much, Luminette. And <laughs> five years. <laughs> so while you're here, Fo, um, do you have any recommendations for our listeners? I recommend getting on Conan. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> do you have we should, any, uh, anything else? Rated Conan. Let's go. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're actually gonna more next week do like a rated Exiles where we talk more in depth about our experience after we Ba-dum. played it for like a week. So dun dun dun. We will be putting that together. Guess I better buy Conan. It's happening. Yep. 
Oh, right. Any TV show? What are you watching, Foe? I know you watch TV. Peaky Blinders, I just started watching, and that is a good show. Peaky Great Blinders. show. Love yes. it. Yes. Never heard it. It's about, like, really old school. Um, it's about, uh, it's, like a, it's like an Irish gang in, like, England that used to run, like, the uh, horses. The numbers for horses and it's it's really good it's just a good show it's like hard to explain and I'm, I'm like a couple of like episodes in and so far so good the acting's good it has great actors um just so far so good i have never even heard of it nope peaking blinders gonna have peaky peaky like p-e-k-y yeah p-e-a-k-p-e-a-k-y i think it is Peaky Blinders. I, oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. Oh, there it is. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, it's Gangster Family Epic, set in 1919, Birmingham, England. Centered on a gang who sew razor blades in the peaks of their caps and their fierce boss, Tommy Shelby, who means to move up in the world. That sound like that? Yes, that's it. Awesome. Excellent. We shall put it in. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> my mine, Emerald City. Has anybody watched that yet? I have, nope, but that's not on yet. my list to watch for sure. Oh, you have it? Okay. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a loose. Well, they call themselves a modern reimagining of the stories that led to Wizard of Oz, and it definitely is a loose interpretation of Wizard of Oz, no doubt in my mind. The only thing that seemed that I added that seems the same are some of the names of the characters. That's it. Like, I was watching it. I figured since it's on a mainstream TV channel, what was that? It was like CBS or let me see. I don't know if it, if it says. I can't remember what, what station it was on. It's like CBS or ABC or whatever. When I the very first um, episode came out, I was like, oh my God, this is kind of a dark, like it's a dark kind of show. Um, I was surprised about like the amount of... Um, I guess action that's already in it and like war, like people being stabbed and shot right off the bat. And like, there's some, one of the witches, you know, we always think of when you think of Wizard of Oz, it's like Glinda, the good witch. And she like floats in, in a bubble. Have you guys ever watched Wizard of Oz? I, I, yeah. I What's that? I'm I just kidding. Of course. <laughs> um, well, you think of Glinda, the good witch and like Wizard of Oz, but in the Emerald city, Glinda, the good witch is kind of a bitch. And the, it's like four sisters that started out like four witch sisters because there's one for the north, the southeast, and the west. Well, now there's just the north and the south, I guess. And like Glinda's the north witch and she's really bitchy and prudy and, and she still dresses all in white and like all of her um, people that live with her are like nuns. And then the witch of the south is like the prostitute witch. She's... They show her in, like, her little, I guess, like, her little bunny farm or whatever, you know, and, and like, um, if you want to be on her side, you're pretty much um, a prostitute. And then if you're on the other witch's side, you're pretty much a nun. And so that's just right out the gate. You, you get to see all this craziness, like how the story takes a dark turn. Dorothy actually starts out in present day time, gets sucked up into a tornado, gets thrown into this crazy world. Toto is like a cop dog that was um, the dog of the cop who who killed her birth mother before she got taught. It's just crazy. And like, there's this little 
person, it's just, I, I won't do any more spoilers. So that's all spoilery. So if you weren't going to watch it because you thought it'd be all fairy tale, hippy dippy, it's not. It's definitely taken its own spin and I really enjoyed it. I think there's like four episodes out right now. So it's fairly new. It's not too hard to um, start binging on and uh, look it up on like who, I don't know. It might be on Hulu. But um, yeah, so that's one show, if you if that sounds up to your Then the other one is on CBS, it's Hunted. Have you guys seen that? Where people are hunted by like ex-C or ex-FBI um, people. I want to like, like that show. I know, right? I just can't help, but <laughs> it just gets Sully's. No, it's just reality TV, it like Sully's it for me because there's no way that's not rigged. Thank you. In any way. I agree. I Listen, disagree. if you told me I had to hide for a month, it's no problem. You know what I mean? But these people have to hide with the camera person following them. And okay. who's to say there's not a something in the camera stuff that could help them find them? I know. It's, yeah. I so, felt the same way. So how many, did you get to watch full a full show of it? No, I didn't even give it a chance. Just because of the effects, I just have a feeling it's just, it's not going to be on the up accurate. and up. Yeah. Your feelings are accurate. I watched two shows of it. Um, just to tell you guys, if you haven't watched it, Hunted follows nine teams of two in a real, they quote, they call it real life manhunt as they attempt the nearly impossible task of disappearing in today's vast digital world as highly skilled investigators combine state of the art tracking methods with traditional tactics to pursue and catch them. And I say it is interesting, but also very corny because I thought it was going to be like a real track people down and show a real track people down show but there's so many details that they leave out when they're telling about the show so when you're watching it you're like oh give me a break just like you so folks you're not missing anything if that's what it sounded like because i was watching the first well, the first show of it and i thought oh this is gonna be good you know and then all of a sudden like what they don't tell you is that they the people don't have the full reign of the country to run around in. it's they're locked down to four states they can't leave the borders of these four, this four state area. Isn't that kind of shitty? Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> not to mention, it's I like they're not gonna teach you how to stalk someone on I TV. Exactly. Well, hey, no, you're the one being hunted. Friend. Yeah, you're the one being hunted. Like, there's nine groups of two, and they release them um, as one gets caught. They'll do release another group. I could so, totally win. It's just crazy. Um, I know where to hide. Well, you say that, but it's like they don't want you to do like what foe and I. I was like, why don't you just go out in the woods with the tent and your your you know survival gear because you knew you're going to be on the show and just hang out in the woods. Well, hey, there was a couple that did that, and then somehow, supposedly, the hunters just happened to pick the same freaking park in Georgia that this couple they because it was this a husband and wife team that own an uh, airsoft and a paintball company like a business so people come in and get their airsoft and their paintball yeah. equipment and they you know they're really good with the tactical stuff they have all this camping gear they're very kind of outdoorsy people so they thought what the hell we're just gonna go hang out in the in a park for x amount of time and they had no they even stayed on the show they had no ties to this park they had never been there before in their lives and all of a sudden they're on their ground because the van of the fbi people are, i'm like oh give me a freaking break they didn't it's because the cameraman that's yeah. with them has a tracker in his so camera equipment. Yeah, they don't like, tell you that. God, you know what I'm it's saying? It's so rigged. It's so stupid. Like, 
they could have had this be a really awesome show if they didn't dumb it down so much. And then they give each team like a ATM card for with like five hundred dollars on it, and, and they so the team knows if they use that card to get money that that will log them in, and they'll know of, they'll be able to lock it down to like where they are. And I'm like, Jokes in a on real you. hunt, in a real Here's hunt. thing. First of all, this is what I would do with that card. I would go and I'll take out all the cash in one shot. Oh my god, not to change the subject or interrupt, but I have to. I just killed a chick, and her body exploded. Her head and sword stabbed the dude beside her in the head, and he died. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. A little oh dramatic, huh? Okay. This, I have a falc or a scimitar, or whatever you call it. Oh, this weapon's so awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for yeah that that was worth yeah. that was that, that was, was necessary that was necessary totally so yeah I mean if you're bored and you wanted to see what it was like don't waste your time because it's so not it's dumb it's a waste of your time but hey ma- did you see Faux Magicians is back now have you <laughs> it is back did anybody watch that does anybody I did I do okay. I watch it but I watch it when it goes to Netflix so I can just watch what the is TV once. oh lame oh goodness. Magicians is on sci-fi. It's really, it's like, I've described it as Harry Potter meets Cinemax. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like oh Harry my. Potter softcore porn. <laughs> okay. When the last What on earth? <laughs> but it's really good. It's really good. But I'll tell you what, I can just, I can take my long way to tell you what the show is about, but I'll just read their little about thingy. It's based upon Lev Grossman's best-selling books. The Magician centers around Breakbills University, a secret institution specializing in magic. There amidst an unorthodox, it is orthodox, (laughs) education of spellcasting, a group of 20-something friends soon discover that a magical fantasy world they read about as children is all too real and poses grave danger to humanity. But it is so much more than that. It's 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 a pretty I like it. It's a pretty good show. Fan sci-fi. Put the links to these good and crappy shows in the show notes. And I'm gonna finish my what's in my bag with a really good see see we have some do you guys ever bake? Do any of you guys bake anything? Because if you don't I have a really easy Yes. Do Boy, you I bake all the oh. time. Get that oh. bake on. All the time I knew you you're the one I thought was the baker out of the group. Yeah, I'm being facetious. I just um, like to cook. <laughs> You just like to what? Put on a on the cook. No, I just love to cook. I I cook everything. I mean, think of it. I'll I with a will. There's a way. I will figure out how to make awesome. a meal. Well, I found a really awesome, and I'm gonna share it with everybody because hey, you wouldn't think on a gaming podcast people like recipes, but they do because I had a lot of tweets about the um act- the last one I shared, which was the Pillsbury apple pie crust. Ap- apple pie thingy so this is only four ingredients you can make yourself some awesome badass peanut butter cookies okay so if you gotta impress some chick or some dude and you just have four ingredients in your house or you gotta go somewhere and you have to bring a treat or it's your kids birthday party and you were the crappy parent and you forgot um you had to bring stuff for the class like this is super simple four ingredients one cup of sugar one cup of peanut butter one teaspoon of vanilla and one egg you stir that up real quick. And now you would think, where's the flour? Where's the um, baking powder? None of that shit. It's only four. It's actually eggs. exactly what I was questioning in my head. I know. That's what I was like. I'm reading this and I'm like, whatever. This is going to not turn out 
made the best peanut butter cookies I've had ever. They stayed nice and moist. So what do you do? One cup peanut butter, one cup sugar, one teaspoon vanilla, one egg. Mix it up real good in a bowl. Ta-da. I, I used a spoon. I didn't get out anything fantastic. Use a spoon, mix it all up. Then roll them into little balls in your hand. You could do like like a 50 cent piece size. Roll them up, spread them out two inches, plop them on a baking sheet. Don't spray it, just throw them down. And then you take your fork, you know, if you've had peanut butter cookies, you make a little crisscross, like a little X, you push your fork down, then you push your fork down and it flattens the cookie. Pop them in for 15 minutes-ish, keep an eye on them. They're done, that's it. It's super simple, super quick and fast. They stay nice and moist and they're perfect. They're awesome, so. One cup peanut butter, one cup sugar, one teaspoon vanilla, one egg. That's it. That's it. Plus, it's nice. Easy to Sounds delish. Yeah, really good. So there's the last of my bag. But Yogi, what do you have in yours? Cool. So I think I mentioned it last time to you guys. Um, Taboo. Has anybody you guys heard about it? It's on FX. I had not, but now I will Google it. Oh, man, it's good. Um, set back in 1814, Taboo follows... Uh, what James, whatever Delaney, man who's been to the ends of the earth and comes back irrevocably changed. Believed to be long dead, he returns home to London from Africa to inherit what is left of his father's shipping empire and rebuild a life for himself. But his father's legacy is poisoned chalice. With enemies lurking in every dark corner, James must navigate increasingly complex territories to avoid his own death sentence. Encircled Ooh. by conspiracy, murder, and betrayal a dark family mystery unfolds combustible tale of love and treachery so definitely pretty cool it's a little darker than most things it's kind of like an fx thing i don't know if any of you guys watch american horror story or anything um it's a little darker side to it has some mystery has some magic i think to it and it's it's definitely strange um but it's a good strange so and it kind of adds a little bit of america canada stuff to it and pretty sweet so um i may be enjoying it check it out yeah definitely i'm putting the link to at least the i was a i am i am db link to it and i've got the mad max character guy what's his name again um yeah you guys will have to look it up tom, mad max uh, guy tom something tom hardy yep he's a amazing he's a pimp. actor yeah, he's really good in it, and he's, he's intense, to say the least. Oh, yeah. That is cool. I, that's why I love doing the shows like this, and we've gotten feedback on it, too, where the people are like, oh, man, my gaming list has grown, and my TV list has grown. You know? It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool seeing, like, what everybody watches, because I, I would not never known that. And this came out, so this is a new. This is yeah, new. so it's brand new. So brand I think new. it's on its third episode now. Oh, and that's cool. it. So it's just a brand new series. So Sweet. check it out. It's about an hour, hour 15 minutes long. And then minus the commercials. So what? 45 minutes. Awesome. All right, Badger. What's in your bag? All righty. So I've been doing a lot of stuff all week. I've uh, kind of been packing, finished packing to move. Hopefully I can find a new job sometime soon. But when I'm not packing, or even when I am packing, I always have Crunchyroll open or something else and I'm playing anime. I've gone through like four or five anime series this week alone. It's hard to keep track. So the only time, uh, or the only one that's really stuck out to me all week was Angel Beats. It's really cool. I'm not going to go into a really in-depth, but it was a cool anime. Not the greatest overall, except that I love the story. 
That's just wanted to mention that. Really cool anime. Love the story. But the one thing that really jumped out at me all week that I've watched is this old Jimmy Stewart movie called Harvey. And it's one of my all-time favorites. And it follows the uh, it follows eccentric but very pleasant man named Elwood P. Dowd, Stewart's character, whose best friend is a puka or uh, a six-foot-three invisible white rabbit named Harvey. Good lord. Yeah, it's this kind of semi-imaginary friend, but he's technically there in some weird way. It's it's an odd movie, but you gotta watch it. Really funny. His sister and niece live with him, and he's a fairly wealthy man, but uh, they're always bemoaning their fate of having to live with the weird uncle and his rabbit friend, and they're speaking, who they... Uh, they kind of bemoan their fate of that, but uh, they finally convince themselves that they've had enough, and so they try and uh, have him put in an insane asylum. Just, just like the uncle's crazy, we got we got to get rid of him. They have no social life, whatever kind of deal. So they kind of try and put him away. But he's this really great, awesome dude, and just awesome outlook on life. Just he'd rather be pleasant and happy and talk to people than work all day and be grumpy about whatever it's it's a fun movie so i don't want to go into a lot of detail about it but it's it's a great fun movie enjoyed watching that this week and uh yep i've got the link in there one of jimmy stewart's greatest scenes he does this monologue talking about just whatever very fun movie so i highly recommend if you like old jimmy stewart movies this is like one of the greatest, or even older movies at all. Awesome. That, yeah, it says it came out in 1950. Yep. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. I had never even heard of that. You always have interesting taste, Iron. <laughs> yeah, I love it when you share, like, your music stuff and, well, you know. I consider myself to be eccentric, but then when you look at me right. compared to my family, I am like, I broke the black sheep mold, and I am like... Something different entirely, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay. cool with that. Yeah. So, but so that's the way to be. Just love to share odd, interesting things I enjoy. So this is one of them. Awesome. All right, Zathar, what's in your bag? Oh, I think he went pee. Gigabyte. Yeah, he. he... <laughs> okay, let me tell you about anime. I, I have never liked Gigabyte. anything that somebody has told me is good, ever. I go for the super trashy waifu bait animes for some reason, and I don't know why, but it's just, if people don't like it, I go for it. I know why. <laughs> well, all you not, not, not what you're thinking. I totally just no. had to Google waifu bait anime to figure out what the hell you're I have no <laughs> clue what that don't is either, that. so it's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that. <sighs> no, I'm, I, don't, I don't go where you're thinking. I stay away okay. from that. Because I am an innocent person. Yeah, he was very innocent, you know. I, I want to go back, by the way, Esme. I don't get baked. I bake, as in cakes. Okay. So I do make mm. a mean brownie. Mmm, I imagine okay. you do. <laughs> I imagine you probably do. But yeah, no. Horrible so animes are like all I watch. Waifu? How, why was that? Waifu? I did. I, I yeah. somehow I, my Google is really good. I put in waifu bait anime, and it was right. 
because I'm not much into shonen. I watch a lot of semi-drama, slice-of-life stuff. Exactly. The better the story, the better the story, the better. I love the story to this anime that I mentioned here. Overall, there's a lot to critique about it. It's not great, but I love the story. So, like, what can I ask you? Because I've never watched anime ever in my life. Am I the only one who has never watched anime? Or is there some? Is there anybody else never watched it? I don't really watch it. Fo, have you ever watched anime? Yes, I do enjoy some anime. And Giga, you have crappy taste. Iron has, watches that Yogi has, but not really a lot. Or no? Yeah, rare. So I just you... a couple shows. Oh, okay. And not even a full show, him. just a couple here and there, randomly running across it. So, like, what is what what brings you to watch? Like, what makes you watch anime? Like, what is like? Is it not just a normal cartoon, or like what is like what is it? Like, why why do you watch it? Because I've never watched it at all, so I don't even know anything about it. Like, what would make you, like, what interests you in it? For me, it's like, I'll see a GIF online, and I'll be like, where, what is that from? Then I'll just follow that whole trail until I eventually find what the series name is. So is it like, is it just like a, like a normal TV, like a drama or economy, but animated? Is that? Yeah, it's got different genres. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of anime has, even though anime, generally speaking, is meant for kids, obviously there's more adult genres, but overall, what I like about anime is the tones, the stories, generally speaking, are much more believable, realistic, and overall more interesting than, say, watching a Disney film. I mean, it's a story that you can get into, likable characters, characters that you can relate to in some form, have a good story behind it, and that's what I enjoy about it, uh-huh. as opposed to watching a Disney film. Oh, okay. As, as much as I understand kids liking Frozen, there's no believability relating... Right. There's no relating to that. Okay. Whereas in anime, you can actually have a good story about real life, like semi-real life people going to work, living their life kind of deal, get thrown into some odd situation or whatever, or even just slice a life film just about their life. Okay. Whatever tragedies, romance, drama, horror, whatever. Stuck in a video game is a popular one. Yeah, stuck in a video game. I mean, whatever you want to think of. Anime's got it all. So that's what I personally enjoy about anime. Okay, so it's pretty much... like So for someone like me that's never watched it, like that would make sense that it's just more of... Um, it has the ability to have more mature content than just like mm-hmm. your average oh, yeah. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You want to watch High Schoolers fight to the death? There's a Isn't show for that. So it's kind of like there's an app for that, but there's an anime for like for everything that exactly. Doing. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Is Zathar, are you back? No, I I don't think he's back. So, oh uh, Lord, he must have to run out to like an outhouse or something. Y'all come here often? <laughs> must he must live out where Luminance from? Crazy. I don't know. Do we do we stall or? I don't know what the Grand Tour is. Oh, okay, he's now back. he's back. Good, because we're just sitting there <laughs> wondering if you were back or not, because you are you are bringing up the tail end of the show, so spit it out. Uh, well, I actually got me some banana tea, so... 
nice little side note. Banana tea, yes, it does sound disgusting, but God, yeah, does it, it, it does wonders. I Anybody just threw up in my mouth. Trying to sleep? <laughs> okay. Well, don't knock it till you try it. Hey, this ch this stuff. Will I heard it was good for uh, restless leg syndrome I'm, as well. I'm I'm knocking it. I put a little bit of uh, cinnamon and like maybe just a spoonful of milk in it because uh, I tried to keep sugar out of it because don't want to get wired before I go to bed. But yeah, it really does help you go to sleep and it helps you sleep deeper too. I don't know if it's like one of them placebo effects or whatever, but I think it helps. But uh, anyways, the grand tour. For any of you who have ever watched uh, Top Gear, James May, yes, and, uh, yeah, James May, Jeremy Clarkson, and uh, Richard Hammond, uh, that show in its run was amazing. I loved it. I love uh, watching, like binge watching it whenever I got the chance on Netflix. Uh, well, they actually left. BBC and Amazon has picked them up and Amazon Prime has this show called The Grand Tour and in my opinion it is bigger it's better it's more interesting uh, they actually had uh, a guy to replace the stick I'll, I've only watched up to episode 3 I think and in episode 2 they had a guy to replace the stick and this guy was the biggest redneck you'll ever meet it was it was so funny listening to him talk about the car he was driving around the track um yeah, if any of you if any of you out there were ever fans of Top Gear, definitely give it a give it a look. It's it's really really good, really entertaining. It's called the Grand Tour. The Grand Tour, yes. Some say is... this big sleeps inside out, had sex with Russell Brand's answering machine. <laughs> what? <That's>... What? <laughs> the stick. What? That's the stick. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> you were done. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's kind of stuff Lord. they say on that show. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was like, what are we listening to? Somebody's had too much banana tea. That's all I got to say. Hey, hey. Oh, no, I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking espresso tea, tea with scotch. Nice. Seriously, give it a try. It's a little bit weird, like, making it up, because there's a bunch of different recipes. Uh, there's one where you actually freeze-dry the pills, uh, one where you just mush up the banana and shove it Other in a cup of tea. sleeping pills. Yeah, it, it it is. It's better for you. Um, you know, who would would you rather take a pill before you go to bed or eat a banana? Pretty much what you're doing, you know. I will add this to your area. I was going to find a recipe for it, but I don't want to give anybody the recipe I don't use. So, and I can't find it. I don't know. Here's some. Oh, this is banana cinnamon tea. Does that? There you go. Close enough, right? On an off note, I am taming my first thrall on Conan. So. Labor simulator. What? Mean? Yep, taming the first one. On a game called Conan. Have you heard and of it? Have you heard? I have no clue how you're doing that. <laughs> I think uh, I found. Well, see, the funny thing is, Falloon. He was looking for some metal earlier, uh, metal and coal, and I yep. found where it was, but I couldn't get to it because I kept getting wrecked by hyenas. Oh yeah, by the way, hyenas are the epitome of my me right now. Yep. Um. He Damn Trudons. I mean, <laughs> they, they are pretty much Trudons. They cripple you so you can't dodge out of the way, and they attack in packs. It's terrible. All right. Well, I think I think we nailed it. That is uh, episode three. Boom. Yeah. Rated extra. Ah. Extra, extra. Read yeah, all about extra. it. 
I don't just as crazy as ever. <laughs> or listen to all about it. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Stay a while what? and oh, listen. It's a stagosaurus. What is going on here? What is this? Oh man. Let me see if it's Good way to end the show. By email at readedark at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at readedark on Twitter. Oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at readedark.podbean.com.